Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. I'll keep you warm in December. Warm when the cold breezes blow. My arms so You know who's digging this vibe right now? This heart that glows no. like Don Kleppen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? It's, it's not quite new disco, but it's, uh, it's a vibe. Good morning. It's House Smarts Radio. Merry it Christmas, Eve Eve. So, Lou. This is my new favorite artist, which I'm discovering a little late. This is Samara Joy, who won two Grammys for Best New Artist. And this woman is 24 years old. Wow. What a voice. I mean, it is unbelievable. And uh, she has a little Christmas album called A Joyful Holiday that um, is only six songs, but I would highly recommend that you go to whoever you stream your music from and um and go listen to that and then kind of explore some of her jazz there's this great jazz song that she does that i've heard before and when i listened to it i forgot about the ending and i don't want to the the jazz song is guess who i saw today Mm. okay and by the way good morning kevin wells Good morning, Lou. It's been a while. Good morning, morning, Lindsay. Yeah, it has been a while. Good morning. morning. (laughs) Good morning. Uh, Anyway, guess who I saw today is this old jazz song. It's a standard. (laughs) I was like, who? No. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't want to give the end of the song reveals who this woman saw. Like she was out and about. Right. During the day. And then at the end, you know, you're like listening to the sweet story. And then it's like this moment in the song that you're like, oh, it's good. Nice payoff. Samara Joy, 24, from Brooklyn, and has this unbelievably strong, beautiful voice. And she's just lovely. Just lovely. Right on. Yeah, that was good. How, yeah. How's everybody doing? Are we all ready? Is... uh. Uh, Kevin, I'm trying to remember. You, you have some children, yes? I do not. No, you do not. I am, I am 26. I do you want any children? I would love some one day. Not today. <laughs> It'd be bad because I don't have any. Christmas. I have some I around have your savings. age that you could. I mean, you could date, or you know, I mean, start the process. I have some you could have. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. As long as you Lindsay cover the Christmas gifts, is right. She is. Uh, she's like out of her mind. She's got like her Picasso face on right now because the kids oh. are driving her crazy. My gosh, I love the holidays, but wow, this is. I'm just not good at. Ho- I mean, I love to host, but I get so. It causes me so much stress. It's stressful. Really. Pleaser. I mean, that's a whole extra layer on top of just going to have fun at a party. And then you got to keep track of them. Don't eat too much sugar. Don't spill that. Don't touch that. You're in somebody it, else's house. 
Well, it's so funny. Yeah, it's so funny because we are entertainers. I mean, not like we're entertainers, like, you know, sisters. No, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, uh, we love to entertain. We love to have people over. And we're uh, we moved into a new home uh, uh, this year. And it's a much smaller house. And we have traditionally always hosted uh, Christmas Eve. And the house is a lot smaller. And my wife, Mary Beth, says, yeah, it's a small group. It's only 20 people. And it really, for us, 20 people is a piece of cake. Wow. I had 13 wow. and I thought, well, um, on Thursday night, and I yeah. feel like I got hit by a truck. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It can be brutal. <laughs> and what um, what uh, do you, uh, Kevin, uh, mm-hmm. Don, you both celebrate Christmas? What are you, what are you guys doing for the holiday? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go up to, uh, Gretchen and I are going up to Milwaukee to celebrate with my dad's family later today. The good land. I love it. Mm-hmm. Love a little Milwaukee trip. Uh, yeah. I'm going down to Makina for uh, to celebrate with my girlfriend's family today, and then dad's side of the family tomorrow. Mom's side of the family on Christmas Day. So, a lot of driving back and forth between the south side and the far northwest burbs for me. So, mm, yeah. it'll be fun though. That's Looking fun. forward to it. Three days That's of fun. good food and a lot of family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and cookies. Oh God, yeah. Right? I've oh had my I've had my so fill. We had a great cookie nice. party here a couple days ago. I think I'm oh, all I saw co- the pictures. I'm all yeah. cookied out. I'm all cookied yeah. out. I, think. <clears throat> I love a good Christmas cookie. Uh, this woman that we work with at the hardware store, Sue, makes these. I don't even know what they are. There's these tiny little sugar coated. They look like little stars, mm. but there's a little marmalade in between, and they're squeezed together like a sandwich. Oh wow! They're like crack. I don't think I'm cooking I mean, out anymore. Our kids, when they see this tin come home, and what was funny is that <laughs> big tin, she makes this beautiful big tin, and they're delicious. Mm. And so the tin came home, and it's a lot of cookies, but they're tiny. You know, it's like one of those, it's like, uh, it's like potato chips. I'll just have one more. Sure, you know, they don't like, count. Right? And so I saw that, I brought the tin home, but I didn't open it. And then Mary Beth was heading off somewhere, and I noticed that she put a few in a little Ziploc bag, you know, to take with her. Just a little snack while you're driving. You know, you don't want to lower your blood sugar. Right, right. And so later in the day, I'm bebopping around. I'm like, I'm going to have one of these cookies. And I could not get the tin open to save my life. uh, And I thought, she taped it shut. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't. But I was like, what's going on that I can't open this tin? It was just so tight. The code you can't get in. Yeah. Secret right. Code had like a keypad, right? And a keypad. <laughs> totally. I'd like, answer three questions yeah. to get the thing open. <laughs> authenticate. Right, right. It was pretty funny. So anyway, well, that's nice. That's nice. And then, Lindsay, are you hosting again? Not hosting. You're done. Sorry, I took a sip of coffee there. Um, I, I, We are done. And I, you know what? Christmas Day will come, and I'll be so sad that I'm not hosting. But today... I am okay with it. We just did it ahead of time. So it'll just be our family uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. That's sweet. Yeah, that's nice. And you're you're right in the sweet spot, right, with uh, yeah. the age of those girls. They're just so Yeah, happy they're and it, all bright-eyed and... Right. So fun. That's, that's great. Yeah. That'll be fun. Um, I, you know, my kids, the, the whole elf on the shelf thing was not a thing. I know it, it is a, a thing with your girls. And, um, you know, that, I don't think it existed. I don't think it existed, but I saw something on, um, on Instagram, some teacher at a school leading up every morning would be dressed up like, and she'd be in different spots as the kids would come in. It was hilarious. At one point 
she was duct taped to the wall. To the wall. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh my god! And the kids would just walk by, and they were like middle school kids, you know. But I mean, just that you know the, the, those are the types of things when you know we, we 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 always talk about teachers and how hard they work, and then they do that kind of stuff for right. their kids is just Above so special. Beyond. Yeah, so special. Totally. Yeah, really, really nice. So well, good. Uh, we've got some. Uh, well, we're going to play some holiday music today. Lindsay sent me, uh, I was dying laughing. We recorded a few years ago a couple songs. Uh, uh, one is uh, Winter Wonderland, which I have to say we sound pretty good. Nice. I mean, right? I haven't right? listened to these in forever. Forever. And then a long time ago, which is like a running joke in our family with Mary Beth and I, <laughs> you and I recorded Baby It's Cold Outside. Now, when we did it, uh, there was not the backlash it- of the song. It was a. We didn't think twice about it. I mean, no, we did. We giggled, like, maybe. Mary Beth goes, "How did we ever let you sing this song with Lindsay?" And then now, you know, it's all about you know everybody's being so literal. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about this, John, and love actually, and all the crazy yeah. stuff. And I'm like, how about you just? It's a. It was not that uh, that was not the intention when it was written, and so, but. As I listened to it early this morning, I was like, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> we do sound pretty good. I love it. Important. It was fun. Right. It, it was, was fun. fun. So we may play, we may sample a little bit of that later on. Just don't be so literal. Take it for what it is. And yeah. uh, enjoy the holiday. Be, enjoy the holiday. Exactly. 857 We are here uh, until uh, 10 o'clock this morning. And so we're happy to take your phone calls and uh, talk about any last-minute home improvement stuff that, uh, you know, we can help you with today and uh, have a little fun and maybe even just talk about the holidays and stuff. I'm sure it's going to be a a light day with phone calls because people are out and about getting stuff done, last-minute shopping. I can give you my sizes if you're going to be getting anything for me. Uh, Mary Beth and I decided that all we want is consumable items for Christmas from people. Like, I don't want any more stuff. I said that to Max. He goes, you mean you want me to get her something to eat? No, no, no. Like, consumable. Like a book. Or, uh, you know, something you would read and then give to somebody else. I don't want, I don't need another, I don't need any more shoes. I don't need any more sweaters or hats or pants or anything like that. I got plenty of that. And uh, I do like the fact that I'm at that age now where people give me bottles of bourbon. Hey, Merry Christmas. Here's a bottle of bourbon. I love being who I am. It's great. <laughs> Good thing I did not get you a bottle of bourbon. Yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, that's what we're doing. 857-557-4-LOU is our phone number. It is uh, 621 in the morning. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Making a list. Checking it twice. And you better watch out You better not cry You better not bow I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town Santa Claus is coming to town Santa Claus is coming to town He's making a list 857-557-4LOU is our phone number. Welcome back. Santa Claus is coming to town. 
go back to the phone lines and uh, see if we can start things out this morning. This is uh, Ken, who is in Oglesby. Hey, Ken, good morning. You're on House March Radio. Hey, good morning, Lou. Long-time listener. I remember you from uh, from Roy Leonard. When I was so just a little guy, I was, I was about knee-high to a grasshopper. No, that wasn't. That's very nice. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ken. Happy holidays. Yeah, Happy holiday, Bon Natale, huh? Yeah, even better, even better. I may help you this morning. Right. Well, uh, we're 85 years old here, and uh, our washer and dryer is currently down in the basement. And the kids are talking about getting one of these uh, all-in-one units where they have the washer and dryer, and uh, no vent is needed for that. So all all you need is 110 and... Well, and, no. Uh, okay, so wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you, and I, I think this is you absolutely Ken should do this. And my wife and I just did it. Also, we moved <clears throat> the washer and dryer stackable unit electric, uh, which is runs off of a 240 line. Okay, not a mm-hmm. not a. Um, not a one ten. So you know, G. There's a bunch of different makers, but the stackable units and the twenty seven inch wide ones are just as big as uh, a regular, you know, standard size washing machine and dryer. Okay. Right. I I own I own some rental properties, and all of my apartments have these units in them as part of the people that rent it. But we, I actually. In uh, the house we just moved into, we uh, are adding some bathrooms. I had Center Guard Plumbing, the guys you hear about here on uh, on GN. They came out and ran the new because you need to run water lines and you need to run a waste, you know, and you need to find a closet. Do you have a closet upstairs that this would work? Well, that's the problem. The closets aren't deep enough. How deep? They're only uh, well, they're only twenty six, twenty seven inches. Yeah, I need. You know, a, I need a, and, you uh, need, a, you need units, about. You need about thirty six. Right, right, and so that that was the problem. We were just uh, the suggestion was just to put it in the bedroom in the corner. But the unit they were talking about, Lou, is all in one: washer and dryer, uh, no vent, mm. and uh, just mm. runs off of one ten. I think it's KitchenAid. So two things about that <clears throat> is. I know the one you're talking about, and the washer and I don't know. Do you, Ken, do you do you make a lot of laundry? You and your wife? Well, there's only two of us. Yeah, only two of us. You know, they're they're not. You know, they're they, the combination units are there. But the thing is, it'll vent because it's electric into your bedroom somehow. Yeah, right. I mean, it's <laughs> going to create heat, and that moist air, Lindsay's favorite word. Um, is uh, is going to come into that bedroom and it's going to be warm and moist in your bedroom, which I don't think is what you want. Um, and well, not, uh, not, this would be a third bedroom, yeah. Right. What about this? Could you make? A, well, let me ask you this too. You know, in in another ten years, when you and your wife are are gone, God willing, what's going to happen to that? <laughs> what's going to happen to that house? Well, it, but kids will probably kids will probably sell it, you know. Okay. I don't. Then I don't why don't? See, then, I don't see anybody in the family taking it. Then why don't you? Can you afford? 
to build a little closet in that third bedroom, like a laundry closet? Well, I suppose we could. Or, yeah, or, 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 I mean, so do you have a, a, a primary bedroom in this house, or do you, like, with a with a primary ba- uh, bathroom? Yeah, we have a, yeah, we have our own bedroom off to the side, and these are two bedrooms on the other side. You okay. Know, so, and uh, if you were to make a doorway opening in your bedroom, in your master, and, and create a closet on the other side of it, is there any spot to do that? No, we're in a corner, and it's just it's it. pretty well boxed in. Yeah. You need a 36-by-36-inch 36 finished room to have okay. plenty of space with a door in front of it and put a... The door needs to be minimum of a 30 inches wide because the units are 27 inches. If it were me, I would do it the right way. Plummet, bring the water. I mean, you're still going to have to bring water to the KitchenAid unit. Yeah, yeah, we know because we we went down and looked in the basement. That's not a a problem. Right, so you got to bring the water and the drain up there anyway. Those combination units you're just not going to like. Get the stackable, hmm. create a closet, spend a little bit more money and do it the right way. It will change your life. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dragging the uh, baskets up and yeah. down isn't a lot of fun. Why don't you yeah. do this? Write this Write this number down for Center Guard Plumbing because they do this. It's so funny that you bring this up because I think they're... Well, but, I think, but we're, go ahead. But we're 100, miles, we're 100 miles from Chicago. Oh, you are. Okay. I think, I don't yeah, think... we're, down, we're down by Star Rock. We're down by Star Rock. Oh, well, you know who can do that for you? John Williams loves to put in uh, washers and dryers, and he's down by you now. John Williams? Yeah, he's a, he's a fabulous plumber. Or wait, no, that's a different guy. No, never mind. Don't call him. It'll never happen. <laughs> All right, well, find a good plumber down there to do this the right way for you. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, I wish you, you and your wife a Merry Christmas, okay? And the same to you and your wife and family. And uh, again, Bon Natale. And in Polish, Vesoi Sean Pojego Narazania. I love it. I love it. Be well. Be well. 857 557 for Lou. Let's uh, go into the WGN Radio Newsroom. Check in with Santa's favorite elf, Don Kleppen. Come on. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light Next year all our troubles will be out of sight I was uh, giggling before when we were off the air when I said to Ken that uh, John Williams is a good plumber. He just started laughing. <laughs> Welcome back. Merry Christmas. Eve Eve. Make the Yuletide. 857-557-4LOU is our phone number. Go back to the phone lines. This is uh, David in Chicago. David, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hello, how are you, too? I'm doing great. How may I help you this morning? Um, I got a problem. Uh, I have an apartment building. My back door has a door closer on it. Okay. Um, someone broke it. Um, and I look at the door and I don't see any hardware on the door. Like not at the top. There's like usually a box with some bars and stuff. I think it may be, are there spring loaded hinges? There like, are on doors. Yeah, there could be. Is it a, that's what I think it is. 
Is it like a lightweight metal door? Yeah. Okay. Um, when you look at the uh, self-closing hinges on doors, they tend to be like where the pin would go. That whole assembly is a little bit thicker, like in circumference, than a, a typical hinge. And so okay. it just does. So now does it, when you say they broke it, um, it just doesn't close anymore. Or you just have to manually close it. Yeah, it doesn't close anymore. Sometimes it, it, it like if you open it all the way, it'll start, it'll close somewhat. It's like really barely close. It'll move a little bit, but it won't close the door all the way. Is, uh, is this a door that gets used a lot? Yeah, it's a back door in a, a big apartment building. Okay. So my recommendation would be that the self-closing hinges are not the right application for a door like that. And so the traditional closer, you know, that you spoke of where, you, you know, you could, you could, who's going to do this? Are you going to do this or are you going to have a maintenance person come do it? I'm going to do it. I've been trying to get the janitor to do it and for some reason they, it's like pulling teeth. I don't know if they fix it and they break it again. I don't know what the deal is yeah. with it. But I mean, for a big apartment building where you've got people in and out, <clears throat> those just are not durable enough. And so you can leave them, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to swap them out to different hinges. And I would just go buy a commercial grade door closer. You can get it at the hardware store. You can get it at a home center. And, um, Put that in and, uh, you know, mount. There's two ways to do it, but typically you mount the closer on the top of the door. And then there's a little um, bracket that gets mounted on the trim above. And, and you just have to really, the best way to do it with that closer is you drill through the door and use machine yeah. bolts to hold it, right? Not just on one Tell side. Tell me something. Um for right now, uh, is there a way to adjust the spring-loaded hinges so the door would close a little better for right uh, now? Cause there, wind... there might be. Um, if you open the door, well, let me think about this. It, it, there, there's, there's different makes of these, but on the top where the pin is, there's usually an adjustment, or on the bottom, or sometimes when you open up the door on the hinge side, there's a way. But if they broke, you know, in other words, what it could be, is all three of them were self-closing and maybe one of them broke or two of them broke. And that's why you said that, oh, if you really open it all the way and it kind of gets going, it closes. Um, I, I mean, I realize it's a couple days before Christmas and so trying to get this done would be tough, but um, you that's just have... I thought maybe I could adjust it for right now. Yeah, you take it's a look at it and see if you see some adjustment screws, try, um, again, it's either loosening or tightening it to make it give it more force and maybe you can get the one that's working to get the door closed okay so i'd find these adjustment screws on the hinges if they are on the hinges the on hinge. the hinges themselves okay so like on the top of the bolt or so correct and then uh how would i what kind of tools would you have to use? The, the, uh, I mean, it, it's probably a screwdriver, you know, Phillips or flathead, or or it could be an Allen wrench, uh, because a lot of times okay. they use it so that um, you know you don't tamper with it. All right, it would be like a screw off thing that it would like have to use a uh, vice grips or something. To... Say that again. 
I said there wouldn't be like a there wouldn't be like a screw up on the hinge where it no it'd be a screw you wouldn't no you wouldn't need vice grips you should be if the if there's an adjustment you should be able to adjust it fairly easily if it's a screwdriver or an Allen wrench and there may not there may be no adjustment on it it may just be this is how it is and the hinges you know. Like I said, if it's all three of them are self-closing, there's a good chance that a couple of them are broken, which is why it won't close. A guy from uh, another hardware store in the neighborhood told me uh, some of the spring-loaded hinges don't have any adjustments on it. You just have to change them. Correct. That's that is correct. Mm-hmm. But my I'm but my point my point is, it's the wrong application for the type of. Uh, traffic you're getting out of that door to use self-closing hinges. Yeah, I understand that. It was it was here before me, and that, no, I understood. And it was fine. It worked fine, but uh, had a tenant move in that has a lot of people coming in out of the building. They've been breaking everything. So got it. Yeah, like I said, it worked fine until you know until you let someone move in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, would you Merry Christmas? Thank you very much. Merry Christmas to you as well. I appreciate you calling this morning. 857-5574, Lou. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Uh, yeah, let's do this. 645 in the morning. Uh, Michael and Ted, don't go anywhere. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. To the sunset strip Somebody gonna make a happy trip Tonight While the moon is bright Broadcasting from the Permaseal Christmas Foundation Repair Studios To give the gronies of the girls and boys So day Santa comes on big. This is a Brett Eldridge Christmas music they come a calling when it snows the most. 857 This is Michael calling in from place. Lombard. Good morning, Michael. You're on Hushmart's radio. So you. Thank you. How may I help you? Aside from a water softener expense, and besides repiping a house with that expense, what would be good to reduce, reduce rust and scale inside pipes to re, to re improve the water pressure? Are you are you on city water? Yeah, Chicago. I live in Lombard. Yeah, <clears throat> Chicago. Um, I mean, the only thing. I mean, if you really have an issue with that, then probably what you need is to replace the piping in your home. Ah, any way of reducing the scale besides replacing the pipes? Well, I mean, <clears throat> you, I, I want to say a water softener, but you said besides a water softener. I, I mean, I don't oh, know. Just, you know, I mean, yeah. other other than, I mean, you could do a whole house, you could do a whole house filter, but now, let me ask you, Michael, you, you're in Lombard. How old is the house you live in? Over 100 years old. Oh, so you've got galvanized water, yeah. pi- water pipes? Yeah. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be throwing good money after bad by doing any of that. You just need to replace, you know, if your budget allows, you got to repipe the house. 
Okay. Any way of short of that, uh, uh, flushing it out with some kind of chemical? No, because by the time you would have somebody, somebody will definitely take your money and do that. And they will tell you that it's better. But the thing is, with those old pipes, if I drain that system down and I disconnect a section to try and put something through with air or flush it out, you're going to create all kinds of leaks because it's old pipe. Uh, uh, it's crazy as it sounds, the minute you drain yeah. that system and expose the inside of that pipe to more air, it's going to cause you more problems. Ouch. I mean, other than if you're talking about, I mean, really, are you? Is it from a drinking standpoint that's a problem, or or like showering and laundry and yeah, stuff like water that? Yeah, water flow. Yeah, water flow. Yeah. I mean, other than you know buying bottled water, like a five gallon bottle, you know, and putting it in the house for drinking, there's there's no easy fix with a hundred year old house and galvanized pipe. Okay. Thank you, sir. Sorry about that. Good luck to you. I appreciate you calling this morning. 857-557-4LU. This is Ted in Morton Grove. Oh, hold on. Let me get the Ted here. Hey, Ted, good morning. You're on House Marts Radio. Good morning, Lou. How are you today? I'm doing well. Uh, Merry Christmas, and how may I help you? Merry Christmas to you, too. Uh, a couple of quick questions. Uh, I have uh, a 12-year-old uh, Reem uh you know, forced air furnace, and I noticed a few weeks ago that the transformer uh, is buzzing. And I've been doing a little research, and some stuff says it's maybe not that big of a deal, but uh, I, I wanted a, a second opinion, and yours is always a good one. So is it something that I should be concerned with? Should I look at getting a transformer to replace it or to have on hand, or uh, what's is your that, thought? Is that something you would want to try yourself? Well, I looked inside the uh, furnace uh, last week, and it looks fairly easy. It's got four wires, and I'm guessing two of them are the uh, are the 110, and then two of them go into the control panel, which are you know after it's stepped down. I'm guessing that's what the transformer's for. So, mm -hmm. and you and you are con you are confident that it's buzzing. Oh yeah, because even our second floor bathroom is above uh, the laundry room, and even my wife said to me, "She goes, what is that? I've been hearing. You can actually kind of hear it." <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. They got like they got like Superman hearing. Um, I it when it starts to buzz like that, I mean, it you're it's the 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 life expectancy is short, right? Okay. The thing is, is that you know. Uh, furnaces are, you know, you, you definitely want people to help you, you know, we're, although it's not cold, you know what I mean? It, it, what's crazy is that it's like, you know, it's like you always want to nervous about doing these repairs in the winter because if you, if you're unsuccessful, you don't have any heat, but right now right. Uh, you need suntan lotion and, uh, probably a fan cause it's so warm here. Um, yeah. do get the serial number off of the unit and, uh, you can order that stuff online if you're confident enough to put your fingers in there. Kill the breaker, kill the you know the master switch to the unit, and sure. uh, be really careful about how those wires go together. Yes, and I mean the it, it and, look. Go ahead. It looks like they have like spade connectors on the end of them, so it's like just pull the you know pull the connector off of the mm -hmm. the tabs mm -hmm. and 
you probably with, with your with when you get the new transformer, you probably have to strip those wires. They don't typically send them stripped, so you oh. ju- you just gotta what you what you're hopeful for, and this isn't always the case, is that the color of the wires on the new transformer match the color of the wires on the old transformer. Yeah, right. So when you're looking right. online, you know, pay attention when you look at the one you have and you got a yellow and a black and a white or whatever, and then look at the new one and say, okay, those are all the same colors, and then give it a shot. If you're unsuccessful, then you can get an HVAC person in there to do it, right? If you are successful, right. you, you saved a lot of money. And yeah, your, that, your that, wife doesn't have to hear the transformer. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, excellent. All right, yeah, I, I might give it a shot then. So then, my other quick question, if you have a minute, is: yeah. uh, I have uh, sliding uh, or bypass doors on all my closets in the house. Uh, all of the tracks were painted over from previous paint jobs. One, one or two of them, maybe even myself. I stripped all of the paint off of them because I'm remodeling everything, all new doors and door jams and trim and everything, and uh, the the luster, I guess you might call it, of this aluminum uh, looks like uh, you'll probably recall the old days of aluminum storm doors and windows when they had what they called mill finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it, it, and it's it's not that it's not shiny, but it's just the tone of the aluminum. And I'm I'm wondering if there's something that I can use to polish them up a little better to make them look a little bit more like my. I'm going with all satin nickel hardware. Make them look a little bit more like that satin nickel hardware than like uh, like an old storm. So you're just trying to get a little sheen out of it. Yeah, uh, to, yeah. So the the actual yeah. finish of it, like the the metal finish, is fine. It's just that it's dull. Yeah, it looks a little more. I, I guess I would say it looks a little more gray than it does. You know, like like a good piece of satin nickel hardware. Okay, to try so, to change it. So a couple things you can try. Rust-Oleum makes a satin nickel spray paint. Oh, okay. And if you were to take some, like a sanding sponge, and go with the grain, you know, left to right, and kind of create Mm -hmm. that satin nickel look, then you could spray paint over the top of that if you, um, you know, tape everything off so you don't get it everywhere. You could also try, if you like the coloring of it, you could try using a waterborne polyurethane, like you can buy it in a little half pint and get a little mm-hmm. uh, small brush and cover that with to get the sheen out of there. And it wouldn't change the color, but it would give you the, sh- the luster that you're looking for. Right, right. I, I like the idea of the... Uh of the satin nickel paint that's well and and the thing with the spray paint it's like you know those tracks what you're trying to do there's no wear on it right no you're just looking at it right so it's not uh the only bummer with using spray paint inside the house is that you know it's fumey so just make sure that you um you know keep the windows open yeah, I, I may be may be able to go out in the garage in my shorts and sunglasses and do it. Literally, it's crazy how warm <laughs> it is. It's unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Well, Merry Christmas to you. I appreciate yeah. you calling. Yeah, thanks. You too. Thank you very much. You got it. 857-5574-LOU is our phone number. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. There we go. Nice. Up in the morning and out to school. 
Time now for our word of the day. I don't understand. Some of the words are a little too sophisticated for you. It doesn't make any sense. It might be paradoxical on a home improvement show. Well, of course it does. It's smart. I used a thesaurus on every word. Yep. But we like to teach you a thing or two. They are warm, nice people with big hearts. And that became their humid, prepossessing homo sapiens with full-sized aortic pump. Now back to Lou on House Smarts Radio. Up in the morning and out to school. Time for our word of the day. Kevin Wells uh, gets to participate in the word of the day today. Oh, man. Holiday treat. Right? Um, This is a good one. You know, normally we have words that are very difficult, and they're very... um, I always am question, uh, you know, whether you'll be able to, Don will be able to put it in a newscast or right. Andy Mazur's in into a sportscast. Don, of course, is an overachiever. He usually <laughs> does more than one. I try. Uh, and uh, But this one is is a theme. Lindsay was very good, uh, and I think you'll, you'll, uh, you'll really appreciate it. The word of the day is hallmark. Oh. A mark stamped on articles of gold, silver, or platinum in Britain, certifying their standard of purity. Huh. Wow. Hallmark. You, like you never knew that Get definition. It. Right. You know. Like you just think it's the Hallmark Channel that Chris Jakubowski watches morning, noon, and night around Christmas. <laughs> it's like the same movie right. with different people. I know. But I just it. put it in front of the same house and move the tree over. Like that's what they do. Right. And swap And like all the you outfit. people... I have never, ever watched a Hallmark movie. Same. What? How? Not yet. I, don't, I mean, not never? <laughs> not one? No. No. I just, I mean, A, I don't even think I have the Hallmark channel. You do. I do. Everyone does? Well. <laughs> Is it like included. CNN? <laughs> yes. I, I just started a couple years ago. I wasn't with you, but, you know, it's that kind of... Have you seen that quote or study where people that have anxiety once they, not that I do, but no, sometimes. No, not at all. <laughs> you watch the same movie or show repetitively because you know what the ending's going to be. Ah, uh, yes. That's oh. kind of like Hallmark. It's like I'm adventuring, I'm venturing out and watching new flicks, but it's always the same story. It's comfort. Okay, so, but, you it's know, comfort. So, uh, I got it. Uh, we, um, <clears throat> the the big we're big it's a wonderful life family mm, here at the house great movie. right Mary. and and i and i know i say this every year i've seen this movie a thousand times oh yeah that's my mom's and, favorite i think and i will cry every time it is i a mean holiday yeah. classic. every i know it's coming i and but the emotion in it all yeah. and uh and uh it, you know it's just uh i don't know every time it it gets me too. I yeah. he's running through the streets at a, the end. It's such yeah. a great story from start to finish. I mean, there's so many. It's a classic. It really. I mean, I, we use that term pretty loosely these days, but that is a movie that is just you have to watch around this time of year. Mm-hmm. So I read this story recently. Came up. So you know, Jimmy Stewart. It's a Wonderful Life was his first movie post World War II. Man, okay. And he was already uh, a Hollywood actor in the late, in the 30s. And when the war broke out, he enlisted in the Air Corps, which was, you know, fairly new, and became a pilot. And they didn't want to send him into battle because he was like this big star. And he's like, no, I want to serve my country. And so he ends up becoming like a squadron commander and like 
does all these like 20 different missions and stuff and you know like is legit right and was yeah. leading squadrons and fighting for our country like a lot of uh you know sports figures and actors did whatever but he like most of the greatest generation never spoke of his you know his service to the country and when they did it's a wonderful life he wrote into the like the contract to do the movie that they could not exploit his service in the army at all mm. right like you can't say you know blah 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 right. blah right while he served, while he continued his career in Hollywood and like went right back into it, he he enlisted in the uh, reserves. He even flown flew missions in North Vietnam. Wow! And when he retired from the arm or from the Air Force, he was a brigadier general. Jeez. Jimmy Stewart. That's fascinating. Right? And wow. none right? of us. That's fascinating. And because no they idea. never promoted it, like none of us give him his proper rank. No one ever know? knew that. Yeah, no closing credit scene. Yeah. No. Saying thanks no. for your service to the right. country. You're filming a movie right. while you're in the war. That, that's right. pretty great. Right. Wow. Yeah, that's right. incredible. Never and that. Uh, another story that I wrote because, he, you know, here he was off at war. He was very concerned about his on screen kiss with Donna Reed. Hmm. Like that that he couldn't make it passionate enough and that, you know, he, he was kind of worried about how that was going to be done. And I mean, if you remember the whole scene when he's like, I don't want any ground floors. And he's like yelling at her, you know, and she, and then he forgot his hat and right. comes mm -hmm. back in and they share this passionate kiss. And then here they come, you know, and they all get married you know, the next scene. <laughs> yep. It's so good. It's so good. It is. It's a classic. Oh my God. It's so good. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry okay, Christmas so your word Christmas. is Hallmark. Hallmark. Work that into uh, work that into your uh, your vernacular of your. Uh, that's going to be an easy one. That's like it's the like, slam dunk. I bet Don will do Hallmark <laughs> in every newscast. It's a Wonderful Life is the Hallmark of Christmas films. There you go. You're off the hook. There Classic. you go. You're done. Look Nicely at you. Done. Look at she just you? dropped her mic. She just dropped it. <laughs> What's it, the? Up. We the re we're here till ten. Right. What's the prize for the winner here? Dessert prize or uh, you just get a little extra something. You don't get coal in your stocking. Knowledge. I get, I get Lou to come check out my hot water heater that almost fell through my apartment <laughs> ceiling. Uh, okay, Kevin, Yikes. I know we don't work together a lot, but you are uh, breaking the cardinal rule. It is not a hot water heater. Oh, God. What is it? <laughs> it's a water heater. Just, oh, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Because if it was a hot water heater, Redundant. you wouldn't need yeah, one. Yeah. Right, right. Right? Like the frozen tundra. All right, start me a exactly. negative one points for the, <laughs> right, for the exactly. word game. Right now, you use Hallmark, you get nothing. So, <laughs> okay, all right, get to work. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568. Who's on line one? Oh, that's Don. Don and Dalton. Hey, Don, good morning. Good morning, Lou. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, sir. How may I help you? Great. I got this slimy um, film on the inside of my toilet tanks. Uh, I tried a couple... Uh, <laughs> things to get rid of it so can you help me out there sir um so i'm concerned that the slimy stuff is coming from inside of your tank you said this is in the bowl or in the tank inside the toilet tank oh in the tank okay all right all right okay okay, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. um this is what i want you to do turn the water okay. off to the toilet okay flush the toilet Flush, okay. When the water's off, so that you get up most of the water out of there, okay? Okay. And then mm -hmm. um, 
I want you to use a. We, we need like a like a degreaser that you can. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, I'm trying to think of if CLR would work. I, actually, I think CLR would be the best thing to use. So buy a, a little quart of CLR. Okay. Pour that into the tank with the water off, and then use a toilet brush carefully. Okay. And scrub the sides of that toilet with that. Okay. With that uh, cleaner. And mm-hmm. get rid of all that slime. And then the other thing too is, um, mm-hmm. maybe buy mm-hmm. more. Maybe buy a gallon of CLR. Because here's what I want you to do. Because that slime is also going into the under the rim of the toilet. And so you're gonna oh, you're gonna okay. scrub this, and then you're gonna uh, get it nice and clean. You're like, oh, it looks great, right? And then you're gonna fill the tank back up. And then before you go to sleep, you know, tonight, mm-hmm. yeah, pour, pour a little more of the CLR in the tank. With water okay. in it and let it sit overnight. But before you go to bed, just slightly flush the toilet a little bit to get a little of that CLR into the bowl. Okay. And then leave it until you, you know, hopefully you don't get up 10 times to go to the bathroom at night. But um, the whole idea is we want it to sit in the toilet uh, overnight. Well, okay. And that should okay. solve the problem. Great. That's uh, Where is that slime coming from, uh, Lou? I mean... It it could be that the part is that is it an older toilet? No, they're they're both relatively new, five mm. six years old. Mm. Um, mm. It could just be a reaction with the water inside the tank. It's it's not uncommon that this happens. There is also a product. Okay. There is a product that I, I would still do what what I mentioned to clean it, but there is a product sure. you can buy at uh, the hardware store called HuraClean. Mm. Not hurricane, not hurricane, but hurricane, and it's a pack. Sure. It's a packet. Actually, met this plumber years ago that invented this. You rip it open, mm-hmm. and at night you pour this into the toilet tank. And actually, you could do mm-hmm. this if you didn't want to scrub it. It like uh, it's like Alka Seltzer for your toilet tank. Okay, okay. It does a really All nice right. job. Great. Thanks so very much, Lou. You got it. Merry Christmas. I appreciate you calling this morning. 857-557-4. Lou is our phone number. 720 in the morning. It's my favorite time of year. And my favorite time to say 720 on 720 WGN. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Holidays from Lou's crew on House Smarts Radio. Welcome back. 857-5574. Lou is our phone number. This is Karen in Glenview. Hi, Karen. Hi, Lou. Thanks so much for taking my call. Of course. Um, my reason for calling is, and you had helped me before with this, but I have not had a chance to act on it. I have about four inches on either side of my bathtub, between the tub and the tile, um, where the caulk has worn. So I removed the caulk 
as you recommended, and I bought this Clean Z, which that's what it was called when um, I had called you about it, and now they've changed the name. I never opened it, so the tube has been lying there. It's separated from the white solution and the other, but when I um, massage it, I get it back to all white. So I have not opened it. I think it's still good if I use it. And my question is, with about four inches needed for this, I have a pretty steady hand, but I've never done this before. Do you think I could just put four inches on either side and four inches on either side to seal it so I can use the bathtub shower again? And I may need a gun um, to hold it in place instead of just a tube. Or I also found this magic peel and stick caulk um, that I could just put around. But I read that, and that's not that easy to mm, use. No. So I'm hoping um, you can recommend ha, ha, to me. So the, the cleans, as it's called, I think it's fine. And so it's a squeeze tube, like you're going to decorate a cake, right? It was never opened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but it's a squeeze. It's not. It's not a tube that you put in a caulk gun. It's one that you squeeze by hand. Oh, right. Okay, good. No, no, no. Okay, is, yeah. is is that what you bought? Yes. Oh well, that's at the time. That's what you recommended. And no, no, it was no. I, I no, no, no. Hold on, Karen. I understand. Hold on. Listen to what I'm saying. The tube that you bought is not something that goes in a caulk gun. Correct. It's one that you squeeze by correct. hand. Okay. So go ahead and yeah. what I would do is do the massaging, right, and get it all mixed yes. up. The caulk, I'm sure, is perfectly fine. And I did. Okay. Good. Then when you but cut, I haven't when you cut the opening, you'll be able to massage it even more. Just be oh. careful that it doesn't spit out when you're doing that, right? So you're going to get it oh, nice right. and now. Where you've removed the caulk, make sure that it's clean and dry. It's a okay. latex-based product, so you're going to grab firmly that tube and squeeze it into the gap, and then use your finger, once you do that four inches or so, and kind of draw your finger across it to force the caulking into the gap, and also to finish it off smoothly so it looks good. Sure. Give it 24, okay. give it 24 hours, and then you can use the shower again. Oh, thank God. I, this has been months that I haven't used. I have two bathrooms, but I haven't oh, I, used Well, thank you. I was worried that you said it's been months and you haven't showered, and I'm wondering if you've lost a lot of friends. No, but... I have two bathrooms, but I haven't <laughs> used that one because after I removed the old cock, I right. didn't know what to do. So I just left it. Right. You can do it. So, great. And that's, then I can just return this peel and stick cock. Yeah, that, I, don't, I don't like the peel and stick one. That's not my favorite. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I so appreciate it. Have a wonderful day, Karen. Merry Christmas. You, you too. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568. Let's talk to, uh, this is a Jerry who's in Hoffman Estates. Hey, Jerry. Good morning. Hi. Um, oh, I, have I, lo a I love it. About my dining room table. I thought for sure I had, it was. A, I thought uh, for dinner party this week, oh, right. and a person spilled wine, and it soaked through the tablecloth, and did something to my wood, and I can't get it off. It made it turn white. Okay. Um, how dark? Is there a how way to get rid of it? How dark is the table? Um, 
Mm, it's a kind of a dark oak. Okay. Go to the hardware store today and okay. buy a product called Howard's Restore a Finish. Howard's Restore a Finish? Yep. Okay. And a microfiber towel. Okay. And then a, and then you probably have a cotton rag, you know, like a dish or yeah. you know, some they use for cleaning. <clears throat> this yeah. is a petroleum based product, Jerry. You're okay. going to pour a little bit uh, with this thing. What I would just do is take the um, microfiber towel and kind of fold it over and then pour a little bit onto the microfiber towel. Oh, pour it on, not onto the table. No, 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 not onto the table. Absolutely not. So you're going to, okay. you're, you're not going to soak the rag, but it's going to be, it's got to be fairly wet, right? And you may want to wear some okay. gloves because it, they make it in an oak color or they'll make it in different shades that'll match your table. Now you're okay. going to take that microfiber towel and gently over the area, but not, I don't want you scrubbing like long okay. sweeping back and forth with the grain. With the grain, okay. And then you'll come back and you're like, oh my gosh, it's like magic. And then stop, then take the rag, the cotton rag, and wipe it with the grain away. The thing is, you may end up doing the entire table because you're going to like how it looks. But <laughs> don't, but wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, but here, here's the thing, Jerry. You don't want to put a lot of pressure because you will take all of the finish off if you push too hard. So you're going to okay. lay that rag on, on top that's got the, the Howards gently yeah. back and forth. But, you know, in other words, if the ring is the size of, you know, a wine glass, right? Well, it's more than that. It's spilled and it, it's um, kind of spread out on part of that, that part of the table. And because uh, we didn't do anything till after dinner, I think that was the problem. Right, right. This will do the trick. Oh, great. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. Oh, same to you. Thank you. We listen to you all the time. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, 857-5574. Hey, after 730, we have a new Lutu that's going to make your dog. Is it for cats, too, or just dogs? Cats, too. Yeah. Oh, it's going to make your pets smarter. Uh, it might drive you crazy, but your pets will be smart. Uh, let's head into the WGN Radio Newsroom and check in with Don Kleppen. Now for Noodaloo 2. I just love noodles. No, not noodle. New to. New to Lou. Good times, noodle salad. No noodles. It's new to Lou. But he does love a good pasta. Now we eat, okay? One up, I eat everybody. Now back to Lou Manfredini, New to Lou 2, and House Smarts Radio. Papa's got a brand new bag. Our Noodaloo 2 is sponsored by ChevyDriveChicago.com. When you need a new ride, you need a new Chevy. Um, I was talking to a listener off the air, and I, Don dropped a Hallmark. I missed it. Good job, Don. It's so sad when he like says it, and he'll pause and kind of wait, and then nothing. It's just What's that? crickets. I said like, it's so sad when he says it and you're not paying attention or doing and I, I can't know. hit the well, button. I was, it's like this, the, I was helping a listener and no, so I, I know, couldn't do it. I can't push it. It's like crickets. He says it and right. pauses. Pauses because he waits for it because he's very proud. <laughs> but I think I'm pretty sure Don's going to hit it so like sad. every newscast. Right. Totally. Right. <laughs> right on. <laughs> okay, our Noodaloo 2, what did I say? Sponsored by ChevyDriveChicago.com. Um, are we excited about this Noodaloo 2? 
I'm so confused. I don't get it. I mean, it's like making pets human. Uh, did I load it into my... Oh, yeah, there it is right there. Like, I don't know if I want it's them like, to talk, actually. You know? Although, can I tell you that around this time of year when they have the commercials where there's the talking dogs, I think they're just so funny. Like, they're really humorous. Like, you know, stop breaking the... Stop breaking my treats in half. Like... <laughs> Like the dog is telling that to people. He's talking to them. Do you do you give do you give Hamilton treats? Yes. You break them in half. Mm, they're little anyway, so no. Oh yeah. Anyway, it's just kind of funny <laughs> that a dog would have an opinion. Like, stop breaking them in half. If you're going to give me a treat, give me a treat. They're pretty funny. Uh, I this well, one I is going to help make what. I was just going to, I really quickly, and making dogs human for the girls this year, I got the little pajama pants with the dog faces on them, but they're all the dog, uh, Hamilton faces. Like the girls have dressed him up so many times over the past however many years with like cowboy hats and makeup and, and, and blaze. And I mean, and so all these pictures of the poor dog in costume. (laughs) It's So here's the thing. I think that if you could teach Hamilton that old dog a new trick, he would let those girls know exactly how he feels. This weekend's new Tulu 2 has me scratching my head because it seems so off the wall that it's hard for me to even wrap my head around. But here we go. If you have a pet, a dog, a cat, inevitably there's been a moment in time where you've looked at them and wondered what is going on in their head. What are they trying to tell you? Well, our new Tulu 2 this weekend, the fluent pet might be able to break that human pet barrier. Fluent Pet gives your pet words with recordable buttons. You record one word with your voice, like outside, or hungry, or play, into a button that your pet will then eventually learn to push with their paw to tell you what they need. Fluent Pet was created by speech therapist Christine Hunger. Inspired by her work in toddler speech therapy, she wanted to see if dogs could also similarly express themselves with words. Hunger started using an augmentative and alternative communication board with her dog, featuring various individual buttons that represent and vocalize specific words. Relatively quickly, her dog started using the device to sound out words and even seemingly form phrases up to five words long. Soon after, Fluent Pet was formed. (laughs) Fluent Pet's Get Started Kit comes with six talking buttons and three hexagonal tiles. You can record sounds in the buttons, then arrange the buttons easily accessible to your pup or cat to create a soundboard. Yeah, don't believe me? See for yourself. A shepherdoodle in Washington named Bunny became a TikTok sensation when her owner began posting videos of the trained dog, expressing her displeasure with bath time, her love for scratches, even pointing out to her owner the stone that was lodged between her paw. Crazy. The Fluent Pet Starter Kit goes for 80 bucks, and you can upgrade from there depending on how intellectual your dog becomes. You can find out more on Lou's House Smarts YouTube YouTube channel or hey like I said check out that TikTok page with the handle at what about bunny to see fluent pet in action happy holidays so I record like sounds and then I teach the dog to recognize that like the dog talks it is the weird craziest thing but this bunny dog that uh is has its own TikTok page it it says sentences up to like with five words in it. It's so crazy. I want to record. I'm going to, like, for Bruno, I'm like, do my taxes. 
But well, you know what's funny? You, but the dog is telling you what to do. I know. Um, <clears throat> you know, dogs are. Uh, you and I are not cat people. No, no offense. People like cats. You like cats? I, I don't love them, but I don't not love them. Yeah, I, I'm not like anti-cat. I just will never have one. I'm not anti-cat. Don't give me that look. I'm not you... anti-cat. Okay. I mean, it's just like I'm allergic to them, so they love me when they see me. It's like some weird thing. And I'm just like, can't touch you. I do like the hammer time. Can't touch this. Uh, anyway, uh, which is on brand. Um, our dog, Bruno, makes unbelievable eye contact with you. Like when he comes up to you and he looks at you, it's like he's looking into your soul. And you're like, what what are you thinking? Like, what is in his head, right? You just don't know. But he's like looking through you. And this dog is the best dog. He is the absolute best dog. He's just super flexible. He'll do whatever. He'll go wherever. He's just, you know, whatever. But when he stops and he looks at you, he just stares at you. And it's like, he's like, I'm trying to talk to you. And you don't know what I'm saying. Maybe you need this. Maybe you need to well, try. I have it. You they sent me it, a sample. Right? I just haven't put taken it out of the box. <laughs> See, Bruno's young enough where I think that he can do it. I think he can do it. Yeah. Flo would uh, probably just learn two words and then hit that button all the time. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it would be. It would be. It was one of the words. It was like a phrase you can't say on the radio. Yep. That's what yep. Flo would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I'm telling you. You're like, get away. Yeah. Anyway, that would be funny. Uh, Go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash housemarts TV, and you can learn more. 857 557 4 Lou. 857 557 4568 is our phone number. Uh, let's do this. We will take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's Cold outside. I'm just going to tell my wife that you sent this to me. So very nice. I'll hold your hands. They're just like My mother will start to worry. Beautiful, what's your My father will be pacing the floor. Listen to the fireplace roar. I better scurry. Beautiful, please don't hurry. Well, maybe just a half a drink. 857-557-4LU. Baby, it's bad out there. Say, what's in How many years ago did we do this? Oh my gosh, we sound great. I wish I knew. You sound great. No, we are a duo. I'll take your hat, your hair looks I ought to say no, 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 it was a great song at the time and now everybody's it's torn it apart still a great song outside. it's still a good it song is. here's the music on the interlude Although it's hot outside right now right it's not cold uh, so you can't even play this song so i'm right. leaving <laughs> it's not sir it's not is hey buddy it's not cold it's fine i don't even have to wear a jacket Oh my god, that's hilarious. 857-557-4Lou. 857-557-4568. This is Jim in Dixon. Good morning, Jim. Good morning. Merry Christmas to you guys. Uh 
we're in the process of getting ready to move to uh, Wisconsin, and I've and I've I've just bought a new Hallmark cargo trailer. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I wasn't waiting for you. Hold on, on. I'm getting it. Okay, you should have been. Well, I I mean, there's a lot of things going on here. I don't know if you'll hear it. (laughs) There, I just played it. I don't know that you'll hear it on our phone system, but go ahead. I did play it. You got it. That's fine. So anyway, I need to know if, if it makes sense to try and paint the inside of this thing, and if it does, what kind of paint is best to use for that and for the uh the tailgate as well. On the trailer? On the trailer, yeah, inside the trailer. Instead of just the plywood or the other wood that's in the tra- inside the trailer, <clears throat> it's a cargo trailer, so it's enclosed. Wood sides, wood floor, wood gate, you know. It, and none of it's finished already? No, no, no. It's no, just no. raw. It's going to be raw, yes. Yeah. Raw Hallmark trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the Hallmark, <laughs> I thought those Hallmark trailer. is it truly a Hallmark trailer? It is. Yeah, I thought the I thought those had a I thought those had a plastic like a like they had a tub in them, almost. Or is this a different uh, version? No, no, no. But I, I probably didn't uh, spend enough money for this. Tub. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I mean, the painting will it'll certainly prolong the life of the of the unit, right? For sure. Uh, but but it also will chip, and you you know it'll it'll get dingy over time. And how about slippery? I'm, I'm worried about the paint making it slippery when you're no. trying to call stuff in and out of this thing. No, nah, I don't think so. No, I, I would. If you went with like an exterior satin grade of something, you'd be fine. Okay, so you wouldn't mix a little sand with it at all uh, for like you, like you would do on a porch. Uh, well, I mean, the thing is, is that if you did that, um, if you did that. Um, <clears throat> you would probably chip it sooner because stuff would grab onto it. That nah, makes sense. Right? Makes sense. All right. So you and I are going to become good friends over the next year as I get this new house to start I start working on this house in that, Wisconsin. <laughs> that, where in Wisconsin are you moving? Uh, Mount Pleasant. Oh, sure. Which is right near right near Racine. Right yeah, near right Racine. near Racine. I know exactly where it is. That's a beautiful part of the yeah. that that southeastern Wisconsin is a is just a gem. Yeah, I've got uh, five kids and five soon to be six grandkids up there. So they, they got to. I got to get up there so they can take care of me. God bless you. That's great. Well, Merry Christmas to all that crew. All right. Yeah, and Merry Christmas to you, bud. Thank you. You got it. Appreciate you, you calling. Bye bye. Eight five seven five five seven four. Lou is our phone number. Uh, let's talk with. Uh, let's see here. This is Jim in Naper. Oh, no, excuse me, Jill in Naperville. Hi, Jill. Hi, Lou. Good morning. Good morning. So my question is um, doing a bathroom remodel on the guest bath, and it has a tub, and I'm keeping the tub because the master, we removed the tub and just made a shower. Okay. So we only have one tub in the house. It's uh, cast iron, and I want to keep the tub. <laughs> and it's in good condition. It's white. And some estimates that we had, all of them always say, oh, no, we're got to yeah, rip out the tub. What is the advantage what? of ripping the tub out when it's fine? Well, okay, and I so want a cast iron tub. Okay, so you the tub is fine, and you're going to gut this bathroom. Um, yes. And then what are you going to put up when you're done with the walls and stuff? Um, tile in the bath because it's a small it's a small hall bath. Um, and then I'm replacing the vanity with a uh, double vanity. It's a single vanity right now. 
and it's got tile floor and just um, right. you know just tile by the tub. Yeah. Um, so I'm all for you leaving the cast iron tub, especially if you want it. I think what they're concerned yes. with is that they're going to damage the tub when they do the gutting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So what I would say as part of the project is you can keep the tub. You're going to have to replace the the drain assembly, you know, the shoe and that kind of stuff and uh, and the overflow and the valves, all that kind of stuff. But then part of this project is you're going to have that tub refinished. Wow. Because the whole tub, like the whole interior, exterior, the whole tub, because it will get damaged. That's why they're saying this about we got to tear out the tub because there's really no way. Yeah. Well, think about it. How am I going to? So if I, I got to take. No, I know. But what happens if you put plywood over it? Right. And what is the plywood going to do on the finish when the guys are standing on it, banging and tearing the walls up? Okay. I mean, it, I it. it's just a, from a practical standpoint. My, my point is you can keep the tub. If you like the tub, keep it, but you're going to have to refinish it. Yeah, and refinishing it doesn't always do, I mean, it. Well, I have to tell you, you I, know, just I, had, I just had the people at Miracle Method, which is a refinishing company, do a tub for me, uh-huh. an old cast iron tub. Now, it's only been a couple months. But it's fabulous, and it's an old tub, and it's it's better than the new ones, you know, as far as that goes. But I mean, here's the thing: yeah. it's a thousand bucks, okay? You it's can refinished. right, and and it's refinished. A new is it just a five foot tub, Jill? Yeah. Yes. Okay. A new Kohler Villager five foot tub, which isn't very deep, but it's a tub. You know, it's a it's kind of their standard tub they've made forever is 600 bucks it might be more it might be more than that i gotta double check that right, price. I'm, I'm thinking more yeah I've, uh, yeah but yeah, so i know i've been going back and forth so. um okay hold on i'm gonna i'm now i'm double checking the kohler no yeah kohler villager bathtub cast iron 60 inches, $600. Okay. Yeah, I'll keep batting it around. I'm kind of getting more swayed here, but... Well, and so the issue for them is, as a contractor, they're like, lady, there's no way for me to protect this tub. Right. Without damaging it. And so they're just trying to, you know, hedge their bet in all this and just being honest with you that you'd probably... I mean, yeah, you'll... You'll probably spend the same $1,000 putting in a new tub by the time you do the waste and overflow and that kind of stuff as refinishing. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate the uh, the feedback. And, I, and I, I've been waiting to, like, I, I'm just going to ask Luke because everyone keeps, you know, giving me their advice. And right. I've, I'm kind of like, there's like 50-50 right now. So right. I'm going to have Luke make <laughs> He's going to make the determination. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate the assistance and um thanks for your time you got i appreciate your call this morning thanks so much eight five seven five five seven four hey after eight o'clock i know we played a little uh uh song but we have a version that we did a few years ago of twas the night before christmas 
and I've in the past done it at the end of the show, but I'm going to do it after 8 o'clock this morning. It's got a bunch of uh, House Smarts cast of characters that are part of it. It makes me really happy, and it's a nice, uh, it's a really warm uh, recording of uh, of that poem. So stay tuned for that. Uh, that's going to come up after 8 o'clock this morning. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads, and Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters, and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver, so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. More rapid than eagles, his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donder and Blitzen, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle mount to the sky. So up to the housetop the coursers they flew, with the sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof, the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys was flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke, it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly, that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. <laughs> he was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf. And I laughed when I saw him, in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk and lay his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod, up that chimney he rose. He sprung to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, everyone. Come on, that's so good. I know it's us, but it's so good. It is. Hope you enjoyed it. We should, um, <clears throat> whoever does the podcasting, can we put that up on the WGN website that um, <clears throat> if people want to 
play it or do whatever. It's just fun. Lyle Dean, Veronica Carter, Domati Pongo, uh, Don Kleppen, Andy Mazur, Joe Brand, Steve Bertrand, uh, Steve Alexander. It's fun. That's a fun group right there. Sam Panionovich, our old uh, sports person there as well. So very fun to listen to those voices again. And uh, it's a great story. Night before Christmas. We're the night, the night, the night before Christmas, right? So, right, right. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. We're here until uh, 10 o'clock this morning. And as Lindsay mentioned uh, later on uh, this morning after 830, we'll talk with uh, somebody from the night ministry. Uh, we're shining a light on organizations helping people uh, this holiday season. We'll do uh, one t- today and one more um, next Saturday as well, uh, just to kind of remind everybody that there's good in the world and people are trying. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. This is uh, John in Mokina. Hey, John. Good morning. Hi. Hi, Lou. I spilled uh, apple juice all over my passenger seat, about twelve ounces, and I know when I towed it up, twelve ounces didn't come through the bottom. I'm not sure what to do or how to clean my car seat is it uh is it uh fabric or leather it's leather and it has you know like a heater and cooling so i put the cooling where it floats some air through it but i'm not sure if it's you know just all stuck in the foam or what right um well it will dry but what i would do it sounds counterintuitive um but i would add a little i would put a little more i'd get a damp pretty damp rag like not dripping wet, but I would get it wet. The seed is designed that cooling and stuff. It's it's designed to get wet, it's not like flooded. But I would thin the the apple juice out with a little bit more water so that it isn't so sticky. Okay, and um, and then allow that to dry, and you'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, right, you'll thanks. you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. It's not. I mean. They know that kind of stuff's going to happen when they design that stuff. You're not going to get electrocuted or anything like that. You're just, uh, you know, I love a good glass of apple juice every now and then. Just makes me, right? That's good. Just try not to keep get it on your car, your passenger seat. Yeah, but I don't want to spill it anymore. No, right, exactly. You need a good cup holder. Yeah. All right. Be well. Right. Get a, get a little more water. A little more water on there, and you'll be fine. And it'll 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 just dry itself out. The fact that you have the cooling seats will will make quicker work of that uh, as well. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Hey, you know what? It's time now to hear from Lindsay about what's new over at Builder Supply Outlet. Transform your bathroom into a sanctuary of relaxation. Add a luxury freestanding tub or new alcove-style bathtub. In stock right now at Builder Supply Outlet. They're both deeper than the average tub, so as you sink in, your stress melts away. Freestanding tubs are available in white and black and alcove tubs in white. Plus, choose from a variety of shower bases and doors in brushed nickel or matte black. Your tub tranquility awaits you at BuilderSupplyOutlet.com. It's Christmas time, my dear. You're listening to Lou. And we said no gifts this year. Taking your calls live. I got one question if you'd let me. Right here. What did you get me? On House Smarts Radio. Is it a tie? No. An ugly sweater? Uh-uh. Matching pajamas? No. So something better? Uh-uh. 
is it bougie like Gucci? Man, I thought I had it. Now, baby, you're looking at it. Come on, wrap me up in your arms this Christmas. Wrap me up, you don't need. Eight eighteen in the morning. House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. This is Tony in Chicago. Hey, Tony. Good morning. Good morning, Lou. How are you? I'm doing well. How may I help you? My daughter and her husband removed some. They they discovered the floor joists in their house when they took out the drop ceiling in their basement. Okay. The previous owner, the previous owner, in order to accommodate his fluorescent light fixtures, removed a chunk of the floor joists. So they have some nice four-foot-long areas of the floor joists that are now two-by-threes instead of two-by-eights or whatever that dimension is. Oh, wow. So what I'm wondering is, is can they simply sister some two by eights alongside that or do they have to replace those entire joists where the uh where the chunk is cut out um yep. do you have like going the length of the board either way is it clear Me- meaning that are, are are there any obstructions like plumbing pipes or ductwork or anything no, fortunately, they've got good, clear access uh, pretty much all the way. They're, they're relatively centered, so there's a good four feet or three feet of complete beam on either side of the chunk that's cut out. Mm-hmm. But no way, so in the, where that where the floor joist is cut out, could I go wall to yep. wall or wall to beam? I Yes, I, I, I think you could. I mean, they, they rest... If, from the photo she sent, there was an I beam on one side, and the other, I think, it's on a, a masonry wall. Yeah, the the foundation wall. So, in in a perfect world, okay, yeah, you would take a new two by eight and bear it, and basically sister it from bearing point to bearing point, and then glue and screw those two things together. Okay. Now, that's the perfect world. It'll be difficult right. for you. It'll be difficult for you to put a two by eight if it's a two by eight, and angle it to get it to bear because you have to tilt it and pound it into place, and it probably won't go because those boards are sagging. It won't be difficult for me. It'll be difficult for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So. So, so I'm going to give you three options. But I got you. The number okay. one is the the full two by eight bearing point to bearing point. Screw it, glue it. That's the best thing to do. The second thing is if you've got a four foot section where they've taken a chunk out of it, if you double, so now you go uh, four feet on one side and four feet on the other, right? So you have a twelve foot board. And you glue and you screw that together, and it's not on the bearing point, right? Okay. The third option is to take a two by six bearing point to bearing point, flip it up, screw and glue that to take that chunk out of there. That you can tip up because it's shorter, right? It's not as tall. 
I understand. And if of the of the three options, <clears throat> probably the two by six option would be the best and easiest. Gotcha. So do do that as opposed to sistering a chunk of two by eight that doesn't go bearing point to bearing point. The bearing point's the key, right? And that that's the thing to take up that load. And 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 once you the key, when you when you're doing this, uh, the trick too is that you want to. Um, you want to get um, like a construction adhesive, a really good construction adhesive, and you want to clamp those boards together and then screw them together. Okay. Instead of relying on the screws to draw them in. Correct. Because that way you clamp it and then really get that glue to, you know, really get smushed into it. And, um, you know, in a perfect world, you'd through bolt it, but... If you go screws on both sides, like really good deck screws that are like self-tapping and grab really well, once the glue, once the glue bonds, the screws are kind of moot. You know what I mean? They're, 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 it's the glue that's doing all the work. Oh, okay. All right. Got it. All right. All right. I thank you. You got it. Be well. Merry Christmas. Appreciate you calling. You too. Take care. Lindsay, you know how sometimes you say... Um, I just wonder, like, I just want, like, one day inside my brain, you know, like, when I start to think about yes, things sir. that are kind of weird. Yes. Yes. So, I, I've been I've been very busy the last few weeks, you know, doing a bunch of different things, and <clears throat> I was in a moment, uh, I was in my truck, and I was parked somewhere, I think I was answering some emails, I was parked, and then I was, then I, all of a sudden I found myself kind of spacing out. You know, I was kind of looking across the street. I was near, I was near McCormick. Um, you know, it's kind of kind of a busy street, and a a a, a truck that was carrying porta potties turned uh, down the street. And I had a, it was a truckload of porta potties, and then it it just started to uh, me thinking about all the fun names that companies have when you're in the porta potty business. Right? Because, I mean, like, if there's a business that, you know, if you want to have a sense of humor, right, you want to be in that business because you can have a little fun with it. Right? So I put together a list. <laughs> wow. Okay? Now, the the truck that drove by me, <laughs> right, that all of a sudden, like, I was spacing out, but then I saw it, and I kind of chuckled. I'm like, oh, that's funny. It was wee wee, but it was wee like in French, O U I, wee wee. I mean that's funny, right? Um, and then of course there's you know the the typical port a John, you know J O H N, right? That's that's another one that I've seen. Um, there's another one that's really good called Royal Flush, right? That's a good name, very good for porta potty, right? Um, then I saw one. Uh, called Louis Throne. Now, this is not on the same day because I did some research. Of course, I got on the internet and I was like, fun names that porta potties. Porta potty, right? That would be porta potty. That's a good one, right? Uh, this is one of my favorites the honey bucket. That? Is- <laughs> because hmm. there used to be a guy in a job site that would come and clean the toilets and he would be like, yeah, I got to get the honey sucker out there and, you know, oh. we'd suck up the toilet. With oh the God. with the honey sucker in the honey bucket, 
Um, this is probably one of my favorites. Lifesavers. Fact. Right? You need to go to the bathroom. Lifesavers. That's good. King porta potty. Okay. Right? That's good. Um, then uh, this one I found, which I thought was funny, uh, just kind of funny, is like Seattle's potties. No, excuse me. Scotty's potties. <laughs> I was going to say not to be confused Scotty's with. Scotty's potties. Not Seattle Sutton's potties. <laughs> no, because uh, you're high in fiber. Uh, and then finally, the the best one is pit stop. Ah. Right? All very well thought out. I mean, you just want to, like, now it makes me think, like, if I was going to open up a porta potty business, <laughs> what would it be? Like, poop you need and a go. real poop and go? <laughs> go poop? No. Poop and go? Like, stop and shop or shop and, you know, like quick and <laughs> in and out. In and out. Quick and easy. In and out. In and out. That's good. Right, right. Got, how about, no. How about this? Gotta go. Gotta good go. One. Gotta go like portable that. toilets, right? But, it's just so funny. I'm sitting there, and it was funny because then I thought of you. I'm completely spacing out, and I see the wee wee, and I just start laughing at myself. And I'm going, oh, "I'm going to tell her about this." <laughs> that I'm just sitting in the truck, spacing out, looking at wee wee, and how I'm thinking. When you're sitting around the mm-hmm. table and you're thinking about what you're going to name that business, right? That's just a fun thing to do. To most people that tell a story like this, I would say you need to find a hobby, but I don't know if that applies to you. I don't need a hobby. I don't know how no. you do the all the hobbies I and don't need still a hobby. come up with I a just porta need potty. A, I just need a nap. List. I don't need a hobby. Uh, all right. 857 <laughs> 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Um, I, completely shifting gears. Uh, and I, I think Don may have reported this earlier in the day, but uh, for many of you that are longtime listeners of WGN Radio, you may remember the name Ian Punnett. And Ian Punnett uh, was uh, here at WGN Radio. I was talking with uh, Bob Ferguson, our producer, who used to produce, excuse me, engineer uh, Ian's show. He passed away suddenly at the age of 63. Uh, I don't have a lot of details other than um, Steve Bertrand sent me a, a, a link to the story. He was only 63 years old, uh, was living in Kansas, and um, <clears throat> he was a very talented uh, uh, on-air personality that was here for a short time at WGN Radio, about three years. Uh, I got to know him. I really did enjoy his company. I, he did a great show. He was uh, he was on in the afternoons, and then some shuffling occurred with the um, with the schedule, and he started working evenings, which he did not like because he had uh, young boys at the time. And one of the things that he really liked was putting his kids to bed. And uh, he used to do in the evenings, he would read bedtime stories at like, I don't know, whatever time they went to bed, which was very sweet. But I was very sad uh, to hear the news about the passing of Ian Punnett. You can look that up and see. I haven't seen if there's any more details, but very sad. Uh, part of the WGN family, although a short period of time, but was a, a, a wonderful gentleman who I, uh, I really enjoyed being around. All right, when we come back, uh, there's an organization that you've heard me talk about in the past uh, with the former president and CEO. There's a brand new uh, president and CEO of the Knight Ministry who is doing amazing work for uh, the homeless population, people living on the streets, 
with medical care and advice and mental health uh, services uh, that, that, that come to where people need it the most. And uh, I had a lovely conversation with uh, the new president and CEO, Carol Sharp. We're going to share that story with you after this report of WGN Radio News. Merry Christmas, ladies. Merry Christmas, Mr. Manfredini. Are you ready to sing a little Jingle Bells? Yes! Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle All the Way. Welcome back oh, to House Smarts Radio, Lou Manfredini. Uh, this time of year, uh, each Saturday, I've uh, had the opportunity to talk with uh, different organizations that are out there helping people. One such organization I've had the pleasure of talking with uh, almost annually, uh, the former uh, president and CEO, uh, became a friend, and uh, he left the organization, and in uh, his place is a brand new president and CEO, a person by the name of Carol Sharp, and she's joining us this morning on the House Smarts Radio phone line. Uh, Carol, good morning, and welcome to House Smarts Radio. Good morning. Good morning, and thank you. We're, I'm really grateful that um, you gave us this opportunity again. Oh, I, I'm um, the the work of the night ministry is something that I think is uh, you know for, for for many people it's it's well it's in in the in the shadows they don't really even know it's existing but the need is so great. Um, for those that may not know about the night ministry, can you give us a little bit of the information of what the mission is and what you folks do? every single day? Absolutely. Um, The mission of the Night Ministry is to provide human connection, housing support, and health care to those who are unhoused or experiencing poverty across Chicago. Um, We are a Chicago-based nonprofit organization, uh, and we fulfill our mission by delivering both outreach health ministry resources as well as providing residential youth programs to youth who might be experiencing um, housing insecurity. Right. I mean, the 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 homelessness uh, issue in, in the city of Chicago, it, it's not getting any better, and, uh, and that population is growing, which means that what you offer uh, just continues to get larger and larger, correct? That's correct. I mean, even, um, you know, since 2021, we've seen an increase in the number of individuals who are unhoused, um, an increase of more than 4%, so much so that over 68,000 individuals are wow. experiencing housing insecurity across the city. Wow. Um, and that estimate does not include most of our asylum seekers. Right. Right. I mean, do you, do you also have, um, are you seeing that you're helping those individuals as well? Absolutely. You know, as you might be aware, our services are open to anyone who comes to our bus. So, so I mentioned we have uh, both our outreach health ministry and our youth programs. And our outreach health ministry um, includes our street medicine team, our outreach health bus, uh, as well as our youth outreach support services. And um, we are seeing individuals across various neighborhoods in Chicago, uh, including neighborhoods like Roseland and Tilton. We go to Garfield Park in the city. Uh, and so we we certainly will ser- be in service to anyone who believes that they can benefit from our services when they come up to um, one of our vehicles. Uh, and so what they might have access to includes um, health care services from a nurse practitioner. The bus itself has the replica of 
a doctor's office, right? right. So, so like a health screening room. So they can come to the bus, they can get food, they can get access to resources and case management services, but then also get um, a screening and, and get essential services as it relates to health care. So um, if they need basic medications, we have volunteer physicians who provide wound care. Um, and so we are delivering those services, again, to all unhoused communities, and that includes those um, who might be asylum seekers. Absolutely. As the as the bus moves around, Carol, um, is it a challenge to get people to trust uh, in 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 you to to come to the bus? I mean, how do we, you know, how do we let the people that are homeless, you know, that they're, they're not listening to the radio probably, and you know, it's it's probably highly unlikely that they even have a cell phone or or you know. How do they learn about you? Is it is it a lot of for the people on the street? Is it word of mouth that that maybe others who've been helped will say, "Hey, this bus go there; they'll help you." Is that is that what happens a lot? Yes, in most cases, it is um, word of mouth. We do partner with other organizations that might um, highlight our services right. um, and ensure that individuals know about the services that exist. And and to be completely honest, our bus. Um, it's fairly large, right? And so you can't, really can't miss it in the neighborhood. Right. I had the pleasure of, of going out to um, with our street medicine team one evening. And when we arrived on Clinton Avenue, um, in our, our unhoused community, really, they know us. And so they knew our substance abuse specialists. They knew, um, you know, our outreach health workers who were there and come there frequently. And so it's it, a lot of the ways in which um, unhoused communities learn about us is through word of mouth. Um, and I saw it firsthand, you know, that um, we build that human connection. Um, they know that they will see us, right, that following week. And they know that we will be there to provide them with the necessary resources from food and clothing, um, the wound care that I mentioned, we provide harm reduction materials. And so um, we've built that level of trust to say, if you need essential supplies right now, we have that for you. But then also, if you are looking for long-term residential services or if you'd like to get connected to a case manager so that you can obtain a state ID or a social security card, we'll make ourselves available so that we can provide you with those extended services as well. That's just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, your um, obviously rely on the generosity of donors uh, and, and, and you know, how do people, how, how do people help? What, it, what is it that, you know, as, as we're talking about the night ministry and people listening, how can they help and get involved? Yeah. Well, certainly initially I want to highlight that we are going into our cold months. Right. right? So we know that individuals who are experiencing housing insecurity, who are unhoused, really need warmth. And so that warmth can be provided in the form of um, clothing, uh, coats, basic essentials like gloves and hats and scarves. We are accepting all of those donations, and certainly we are accepting um, donations in the form of funds so that we can then increase our services and really provide the quality services to our, our communities throughout the winter months. Um, our website has all of our information on how to get involved, and so we encourage and, and really welcome anyone to visit our website at www.thenightministry.org. We have volunteer opportunities. Um, we're able to come into uh, congregations and corporations and really deliver a presentation to share more about 
ways in which you can deepen your um, involvement in our mission. Um, and so certainly come to our website uh, and, and, you know, sign up for our uh, contact us form, and we'll certainly get back to you as soon as possible because we know that the need is urgent. Our mission yeah. is urgent. Yeah, and especially, as you mentioned, with the colder weather coming, it's been mild so far, but we all know uh, living in this area that that, that cold weather is coming, and, and it's just so important to help these people that just have nowhere to turn thenightministry.org is the website, thenightministry.org. Carol Sharp is the president and CEO of The Night Ministry. Uh, Carol, congratulations on the new position. Uh, keep doing the, the wonderful work that you're all doing, and uh, our hats are off and our prayers are with your, your staff and all your volunteers. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're listening to House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini, 857-557-4, Lou, 857 857- Five five seven four five six eight. That website, one more time, is thenightministry.org. If you'd like to volunteer, learn about the organization, have them come to a presentation, uh, or even donate, go right there. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. Welcome back. 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. This is uh, Ed in Chicago. Ed, good morning. You're on WGN. Well, good morning. My question, I have an old Delta kitchen faucet that uh, drips. About uh, every 30 to 45 seconds, I put pressure on the handle. I actually weighed, uh, put a little bottle with water in, hang it on the end, and it stops dripping. And I tried to get the set screw, which is a one-eighth inch hex, out, and it uh, will come out. Now, question number one, uh, is there a, just a... A bolt or a nut that you tied inside underneath that handle that would uh, stop the dripping. So I had to replace everything. And number two, uh, how do I get the hex screw out? Because right now I'm saturating it with WD-40, and I tried it overnight, and it still is too tight. So you can get a, 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 a like an Allen wrench in there, and it's holding there, but you just can't loosen it. Correct. Okay. Um, <clears throat> there's not anything. My guess is you probably, Ed, you need to replace the cartridge on this Delta faucet. Okay. So the first thing is you got to get that handle off of there. And, um, right. And so. I got, expo- I got an exploded view of the unit. Okay. And so you need to get some leverage under. What I would do is if you get that. Um, that Allen wrench in there, take a hammer, the, 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 not the head of it, but the handle, and tap on the end of that Allen wrench towards the nut to try and loosen any of the calcification between the threads, you know, as you're doing, and you said you already have WD-40 on there, and see if you can loosen that up a little bit and then crack that nut so you can get the handle off. 
then turn the water off to the faucet, obviously, and oh, um, sure. <laughs> and then um, remove that cartridge and take it to the hardware store and get a replacement. Okay, all right. And and so, is there any other any other uh, loosening fluid that's better than WD forty? Well, I really like this product called um, Superzilla because it has a capillary effect, and if you spray it in there, that might do the trick. But I think if you with the WD forty, if you've sprayed it, if you do the tapping thing that I said for you know ten fifteen seconds a little bit. That might help to loosen yeah. it up, and I, I don't know that going on top of that with the Superzilla is going to help you much more than that if you sprayed it overnight. But you you probably just need to replace that cartridge in there. Okay. Any particular store that carries Superzilla? Uh, most Ace Hardware like stores. Eight? Yeah, most Ace Hardware stores carry it. Okay. Well, thanks, Lou. Appreciate it. You got it. Be well. Appreciate you calling this morning. 857-557-4LOU. Uh, this is Maria in Oswego. Hi, Maria. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How may I help you? Well, my son is going to have his roof replaced, and the man is coming today, and I have no idea what questions to ask or what we should be looking for. Your, you want to have your roof replaced? Yes, I live with my son. My son is having the roof replaced. Got it, got it. <clears throat> okay, well, the first thing you want to ask them, uh, well, first of all, you want to get multiple bids, not just one. And um, Well, this is, a, this is a friend of my son's, so I think he's just going with him. That's my concern. Oh, well, is this friend of your son's a licensed contractor? I believe he is. Okay, and he's a roofing contractor? Yes, that that's his job. That's how he earns his money. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, the kinds of questions that uh, you would ask is, um, you know, is it going to be a tear-off or are they going to re-roof? I believe it's a tear-off. Okay. So then when they tear it off, you know, are they going to do some type of ice and water protection? Um are they going to, um, you know, do any kind of additional venting? Are they going to replace any uh, rotted wood if they expose it all? I mean, you know, I'm I'm hopeful that if this is a friend of your son's that they, they want to do a, a nice job for their friend. Um, you just want to yes, make sure I'm that... I'm sorry? I, that's what I'm praying for, that, right. that he'll do a good job for his friend. Right, yes. right. I, and I mean... Um, you know, you just, uh, 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 are they going to replace any of the gutters? Uh, you know, and what They're about... replacing all the gutters. Okay. I understand they're replacing all gutters. Okay. And uh, obviously you're concerned, but your son's not concerned? No, and that's what worries me. <laughs> well... I, I wish you were a little more... Uh, it, it, uh, I, well, <clears throat> you're you're a good mom to be worried about him, but I would just, you know... I would ask those types of questions about them, and then obviously the kind of experience that this person has. I mean, you got to be careful, right? This is a friend of your son, so you don't want to certainly insult the person. Um, yeah. And uh, maybe that you know, maybe they're perfectly capable and and will do a nice job. But those are the types of things. Then and then ultimately, like what what manufacturer are they going to use? You know, for the shingles, are they going to use an architectural shingle, which most Nowadays, most roofing contractors, that's all they quote is architectural shingles because they're a better quality uh, product 
than uh, you know the old three tab, and there's not really a lot of manufacturers that make three tabs anymore. So, you know, those are kind of the things you're you're going to want to know, and then ultimately too if they can give you names of other roofs that they've done that you can drive by and maybe even get references but again you're in a dicey situation with the fact that it's a friend of your son so you just got to be careful about how yes. you approach that yes is it do with the weight of the shingles um i mean you know the typical roofing shingles are uh the 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 weight is fairly consistent it's usually about 300 pounds per square meaning a 10 by 10 area so that's not such a critical question because that's kind of an industry standard and what they put there so i I wouldn't worry about that oh okay 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 i guess we'll bless myself and go forward (laughs) that's that's all we can do and hopefully they'll do a nice job for you Okay, great. Well, thank you very much, and a Merry Christmas to you and your family and your whole staff there. I've been listening to WGN since way back with Wally Phillips. Wow. Wow. Well, we appreciate you listening. Thank you, and Merry Christmas back at you. Thank you. God bless you, and bye-bye. Bye-bye. 857-557-4LU. Yeah, we got the holidays coming up. I know that uh, for many of you, you're going to be together with family and friends. And and, uh, this is just something to think about because... um, the, the 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 commercials we read uh, on access kind of talk about that. But, uh, you know, for many of us, as, as our loved ones are getting a little bit older, uh, it is important to kind of look at your house and what your what's all set up there. And for the people that are coming over, you know, uh, I know Lindsay and I were talking about this last week about candles. Many of you are lighting candles all over the place, even areas where you probably normally don't light a candle. Because it's like, oh, I'll put a candle over here. It'll look so festive. It'll look great. And then you go to sleep and you realize you forgot to blow it out. Um, So it's a really good idea to set a timer on those. And then your area rugs, if you have those down, make sure you have like a double-sided carpet tape holding stuff down and handrails. Now, if you can't get a handrail going or if you have a loved one staying with you that maybe has, uh, um, you know, is a little shaky, you may want to think about putting a handrail in the shower. Uh, many of those get mounted. You got to drill through the tile. It's a little bit involved, but it's uh, way less involved than someone falling in that shower without anything to grab. And, you know, little things, I know it's last minute, but um, start thinking about that kind of stuff and really think about the people around you so that they can be safe in your home uh, for the holidays for sure. Uh, important things to consider. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. I got a hold of Santa's private number, and I think that if I call it, there's a good chance that he's going to pick up. I actually think that this is his cell phone. Let's give him a call. Ho, ho, ho! Leave a message. Hey, Santa, it's Lou Manfredini from WGN Radio. Um, I just was calling you. Oh, oh hi, Lou. Oh. I have to screen my calls because people keep telling me my sleigh warranty is expiring. That's funny. Oh, I'm glad you called, Lou. Yep. My foundation has a crack in it. You got a guy? Well, actually, I do. You know, you could call the people at Permaseal. Oh, and Mrs. Claus wants new windows. You know anybody? Well, you know, sure. Santa, I mean. 
mean, I bet those Gilkey windows would do a really nice oh, job mm, for you. Oh, no, no, no. Got a joke for you. Where do we stay when Mrs. Claus and I go on vacation? I don't know. <laughs> At a hotel. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. What do you call my little helpers? Uh, elves? No, they're subordinate clauses. <laughs> You're funny. Lou, I sure appreciate you calling. What's on your mind? Uh, well, actually, I, I wanted to talk Uh-oh. to you about... Sorry, wait, Lou. Wait, what? <laughs> Reindeer games are starting. Ho, 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 gotta go. At Santa, he's funny. Eight five seven five five seven four little. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. We were talking uh, earlier this morning about um, the uh, where, where we're all doing for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And Lindsay, you said that your family's going to be together. Uh, uh, Kevin Wells is going to be uh, bebopping all the way around, and Don's heading to Milwaukee, and uh, we're going to be hosting. We, you know, uh, you know how the holidays like you're always worried about eating too much. Oh yeah, right. We do heavy hors d'oeuvres at our Christmas Eve, not dinner. Like we always used to do a dinner, and everybody re- like because you know you get all these sneaky snacks and mm-hmm. all the kind of stuff, and then when you get to the dinner, it was like a blah. Mm-hmm. But my sister in law makes uh, like this traditional. Polish mushroom soup. Mm. So we do soup, really good bread, and all these hors d'oeuvres. And I'm going to make a charcuterie board. Ooh. Excellent. Right? That Carmen and I will. It's very funny because Carmen's a vegetarian and she always helps with it. And she the, the one, her run crutch is salami. What do you mean so crutch? She'll like, like she'll eat a She'll like, a, peak. Have a piece of salami. Ah. Yeah. Because she wasn't always a vegetarian. And we used to always make that, so... <clears throat> I'm looking forward to doing that tomorrow. Snick snacks are my weakness. Like I feel like dinners are a better shot for me not to overeat, but I can't. Oh, stop if you did a dinner foods. instead of that, yeah, it's like your little cookies. Like, like when you eat them periodically throughout the night, it doesn't count, you know. But if you right, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, <laughs> it's the best though. <laughs> it is the best. You just go from like little cheese and crackers it's and a nibble. Right, right. Little spread on a 20. on some really good uh, um, Italian bread. You know you love bread. Mm, I love bread. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten this thing done where I am convinced that Lindsay loves bread, and I was like, "Well, you love bread." She's like, well, "I don't no, really I love don't bread. Really eat a lot of <laughs> bread." Not, not a and I just uh, have it in my. It's sort of like my sister in law Suzette, who I think <laughs> plays the piano, and she doesn't. And but she looks like she plays the piano. Right. Well, like thanks. why don't you? I love- oh, I, right. I look like I eat a lot of bread. Thanks. <laughs> Bread's your homework. Kind of carbon up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Now they have Ozempic. Oh, Everybody's yeah. on Ozempic. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. I have noticed a lot of that going on. Well, now, like Oprah just admitted that she's, I don't know that she said Ozempic, but she's doing right, something. Right. Yeah. She uh, because avoided, she loves uh, bread. She does love bread. Uh, true. Like <laughs> she, for maybe that's what I'm, I'm like thinking One, about Oprah and looking at you. Thank you. <laughs> that's it. There's the confusion. I, mean, I would think that that would not that. be a bad. I, get that I would take like you. I remind you of Oprah. Yeah, there are worse people that you could remind somebody of. I think. Right. Totally. For sure. I. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know what heard, else to say. I, I've never heard that before, but I will take it. Right. Well, just the fact and that you love bread. Yes. Like Oprah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. Uh, <laughs> 
Come on, like the bread. You don't like the bread. Don't you love the bread with the olive oil and a little Parmesan cheese? Uh, I don't not man. like bread, but I don't love bread as much as you think that I love bread. <laughs> oh, my God. I love bread. Uh, it's it my favorite. <laughs> it, it's funny. Mary Beth, I'll be like, stop eating so much bread. I'm like, I love bread. Uh, Especially I'm like around Oprah. this time. You know, around right? when it's cold. I mean, this bread is oh, great now. It's cold. And it's really good bread. With soup. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I made some really good soup the other day. Nice. White bean, black bean, kale, vegetable soup. It was so good. It was mm. like a bowl of health. Yeah, that sounds healthy. That's like my thing on Saturdays, kind of, you know, because you're all kind of geared up after you do a show. Right. And I unwind by making soup. I'm not going to do that today, but normally that's what I do. That's good. Mm-hmm. It was worst things I could do. I mean, I could sit around and have a cigarette. That's totally. <laughs> right. Smoke them if you got them, right? <laughs> oh, anyway, I'm looking forward to the holidays. It's nice. It sure did come fast, though, right? I mean, it oh, really yeah. just like right around the corner. Yeah, man. So, and how's uh, how is uh, Gretchen feeling? Oh, she's she's feeling great. She's also yeah. yeah. We're both. We've been looking forward to this weekend with the holidays uh, for so long, and so she was up late last night baking uh, stuff and oh, getting her nice. last minute shopping done. And yeah, nice. we're gonna be uh, in Lindenhurst with my with my immediate family on Monday too. My sister Kelly's hosting, and we're just looking forward to all the good food and family time too. But this was my favorite time to be pregnant. Oh yeah, at Christmas because it's like I'm eating for two. I, I have no nothing is stopping me. Yes, she's yeah. been she's been using that too. She brought yes. some like uh, like four boxes of cereals home, uh, cereal home. I think the other day, and she was like, "Well, the baby picked three of these, yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't really count." <laughs> yeah, go. I girl. got the Cheerios, yes. but the baby picked the uh, right. Captain Crunch. Yeah, the Cocoa right. Pebbles. Baby yes. really loves yeah. Captain Crunch. Totally. Totally, that's it. That's awesome. Oh, oh so happy for you guys. Had, I know, that is exciting. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. so exciting. Yeah, and, and she's she was telling me the other day she sometimes forgets that she's pregnant, you know, so it's like there haven't been any, like, real bad issues lately, which is nice. Yeah, knock on wood. Yeah. L- later on, yeah. as she gets more pregnant, that might not happen. <laughs> that's what I figure, yeah. yeah she'll, she'll probably look at you saying, like, why did you do this to me? <laughs> yeah. It'll be been, that moment. I've been waiting for that. Yeah. Right, so right, right. That's I'm holding coming. it. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the best thing in the world, though. That's awesome. For Congratulations. Sure. Thanks, and, guys. And as we've determined, uh, uh, Kevin Wells does not have any children. That's right. So he no Kevin, children here. Yeah, no kids no for Kevin. No so kids here. Not a boy. Not yet. <laughs> not, not yet. yet. Not yet. Not yet. Maybe, maybe someday in the future. Who knows? There you go. Who knows? Who knows? Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. Let's go back to the phone lines and speak with Drake, who is in Franklin Park. Hey, Drake. Good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning. I have a question in regards to a. Uh, I guess it's called a hammock filter. I had on an old uh, Lennox unit I have that's probably 40 years old even. And uh, there's like a basket. You're familiar with this, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I haven't thought about it in a while. I haven't seen one in yeah. a while. Right. And it's, uh, you know, you buy a roll of filters, um, the asbestos uh, fiber, and you cut it to fit in this U-shaped basket and i guess the reference they use is it's a hammock filter because it's a flanders product right 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 the, uh, filter and the one side is white and the one other side is blue right and i was wondering which way to be sure to kind of confirm what it is 
which side faces which way, if that makes sense, you know, like, because it's a U-shaped basket that you slide in. Yeah, that's funny that you say that. I don't know that it matters, ultimately, but um, I think that the the blue and the white, I would think that the white would be on the <clears throat> on the intake, because then the discoloration, as it got older, you'd see that. Um, I mean, that is an old, old system. I haven't, gosh, I haven't, I haven't seen that in forever. Um, well, yeah, that's what I yeah. <laughs> have heard from people. It was, it wasn't even that easy to find this uh, type of filter. The others are just the sliding cardboard edged uh, flat filters. Yeah, because that material that you're talking about, it's used for other things, and so in other types of filters, because you, you you can buy it in a roll, and it's used for various things. It would. I don't know that it matters which way it goes, but I think that if it were me, I would orient it where the white is on the intake, meaning that as the air is drawn in, it, it hits the white first and then goes through the blue. So then that would be that the white was essentially like on the bottom and the sides, and then the blue would be facing up. Correct. That's the way it was. Correct. 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 Okay. Because but, I, but, I, I, but, I, I just, but again, I don't think it matters because the filter is the filter. And I, and I think that, if I'm remembering this right, again, I haven't seen it in a long time. Isn't the, do you have a roll of this? Yes. But isn't. Could, I had to go around looking. Right, but it. isn't the, the fibers of the white and the fibers of the blue, aren't they the same? Uh, I tried to discern, but, you know, what's hard, right? My eye not, may not be correct, you know, and I just thought the. I actually just thought I would call you to see. I would defer to your judgment. Yeah. Well, my judgment is I haven't seen it in forever, um, but I think that it doesn't. I think that the if I'm my memory serves me right, the there's not a lot of difference between the blue and the white, and the way that I if I, if I was installing it and I didn't know, that's how I would do it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Because it is, as you said, it's. So uh, I, I tried to find, I've got like the tag here. Uh, there's a serial number on it and some model number, but I don't know if that's in, in, within it, if that reveals the year it was, was put in here. Well, hold on. I'm just getting, I'm receiving a text message from our old friend, Rich Dykstra Sr., uh, who was the founder of Dykstra uh, Heating and Cooling. Uh, and no disrespect, but Rich remembers these old filters, and he says the white goes on the inside. And that's actually, I'm glad to hear that, because that's the way I have been putting it in. But, you know, again, it is suddenly say, I, ask an expert. Well, and it is well, the white. Well, one, the one, just, one just texted in, so I'm deferring to him. Well, it's someone of uh, rep good reputation, though, you're speaking of. Yes. Uh, from Dykstra, right? Correct. And, yeah, okay, we'll see that we got to the bottom here. All right, then, I think that's all I have to ask. Oh, other than, I don't know, somehow within that serial number, can that establish the, uh, of course, I'd have to talk to the Lennox people for that, probably, right? Right. You may, it, it you, is an old unit. I, you may want to think about replacing one. Well, that's why I said I have a roll of it, and I was going to replace it today. Yeah, yeah, 
No, but I mean, if if it's an old, it, it, does the furnace match the old hammock filter? Like I said, it you cut it to lengthen it. No, 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 no. How, old, how old is your furnace? It's ooh, geez, I, I hit forty years, maybe. Oh, all right. Well, get you're get you're getting your money's worth out of it for sure. Keep it clean and keep it well, served. The keep, whole thing. Keep it clean and keep it ser- right. serviced, and I think that you know you can get you might not get the most energy efficiency out of it, but uh, you're getting your money's worth out of it for sure. Thanks so much for the phone call. Hey, we need to take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Happy holidays from Lou and Crew. Now back to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. This is Ira in Vernon Hills. Hi, Ira. You're on WGN. Good morning, Lou. Got a question for you. Uh, in my kitchen, on two separate walls, four outlets all of a sudden are dead. I've checked the circuit breakers, which is the extent of my electrical knowledge, <laughs> and none of them. None of them are ground fault uh, outlets. I have no idea. Do I need an electrician, or is there a suggestion you have? Are there ground fault outlets near the sink? No. I looked at that this morning (laughs) before I called. There's There's not? Nope. And (laughs) other outlets in the kitchen do work on other walls. Mm Mm-hmm. And you went downstairs to the breaker box. You went downstairs to the breaker box, and right, um, they're all good. Yeah, nothing is in the off position or loose. I jiggled them a little bit to see, and everything looks okay. Mm-hmm. The only new thing we have here is a new countertop oven, and I don't know if that could have done something, but that's. I have no clue what else I could look at. You have a countertop oven that you plugged in and that into the outlet and it's not working? Right. In one of the, it's on one of the walls. But even after using that a few times, the other outlets did seem to work. I mean, we, it started, my wife went to make toast and it didn't work. I go, oh, we need a new toaster. Then I plugged in the coffee maker and it didn't work and... They're like, oh, we need a new coffee maker. It, was, uh, <laughs> um, it, wasn't, it wasn't a matter of replacing all the appliances. Okay, but in your kitchen, you don't have any ground fault outlets anywhere? Not that I could see. No, I've looked around here. If I'm, sta- if I'm standing at the sink, is there an outlet close okay. by? If, if I'm standing at the sink, is there an outlet close by to the sink? Yeah, there's one to the right, which I now have the coffee maker plugged into. Okay, and, it and functions can, properly. And and can you reach that one if you're standing at the sink? Could you have one hand in the water and one hand touching the outlet? Oh, I could. Sure. Okay, so that but should yeah, be there is so. No, okay, but by safety and by code, that should be a ground fault outlet. Well. I'd have to talk to the builder from 20-some years ago, so that's not okay. that's not going to happen. Well, no, but my point is you really should right. have that updated. And 
Okay. Normally, so some many times what happens is somewhere you may have a ground fault outlet that they loop. They they there's called a line and a load where they they can they can daisy chain other receptacles that look normal, but they're actually ground fault protected. Okay, so mm-hmm. if one of those pops on the ground fault, the other ones will be dead. But you're certain you don't have any. So the only thing that would lead me to believe is that you do have a tripped breaker that you're just unaware of. And what I would probably do is, is the bummer with this, you may have to reset a clock, but I would physically go down to your breaker panel and shut each breaker off, every single breaker, any double ones, like if you have a, a electric oven or something like that, or your air conditioner, you don't right. have to do that, but turn it off and click it back on, turn it off, click it back on. And then try. If the if it doesn't come back after that, then I would definitely uh, get an electrician to come out and take a look at it. We have a uh, you know a really good sponsor here, um, uh, Arnold Electric, and they would come out and service that and could handle those receptacles to make sure you're safe inside the house. Right. Uh, I had thought of doing that, you know, turning them all off and think, okay, computers, TVs, cable boxes, all this stuff. I'm afraid I'm going to screw that, everything I, else up. You're, I mean, that's. I think you have one that's tripped, and you just don't know it. That's what I thought. And I, again, I even tried like jiggling each yeah, one. Yeah, right. To see if turn it uh, off, and, turn and it off, turn, turn it off, turn, turn it off, turn it back on, and then if that does not reset, then you definitely need a uh, an electrician. Thanks so much for the phone call. Hey, we're going to do our Just sec, uh, Text Me segment, uh, but first we have a report of news here with Don Kleppen. Time for Just Text Me. How do you do this? Maybe it's your fingernails. It's easy. Look. It's that easy. And sent. Now back to your host, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. It's so funny how we don't talk. You can text us at uh, 857-557-4LOU. You know, if you uh, if you weren't with us earlier, I was talking about um, a moment of like spacing out, and uh, how I was looking at porta potties and all the fun names for porta potties, and how uh, you know you can really have a kind of a sense of humor. And I saw you know ones that call wee wee and honey bucket and Scotty's potties, which I thought was really funny. And then uh, my buddy Mike Jacobowski uh, uh, texted in. He said, Portaloo, L-O-O, which is funny. The Marquette, in a box. Is, that, is that the Marquette uh, PA guy, Mike Jacobowski? Portaloo? No, Mike no, Jacobowski. Oh, no. He's not, is, he, is there a PA guy? No, he's my my high, my longest high school friend. Okay. Although he would be a good say, PA. <laughs> that's I think quite he's the been connection a PA, if that's the case. I think he's been a PA announcer at uh, Hampshire High School because he's a teacher there. But, oh, okay. Uh, Mark, yeah, Marquette's PA guy is Jacobowski. That, that was interesting. Anyway, carry on. Really? Don't mind right, well, me. Well, he is front. He, Mike is, was born and bred in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So that kind of works. Hmm. Lou, Lou in a box. That's a good one from Mike. And Lou to go. I don't know if Lou Malnati's would like that. And then Lindsay said that you you, you got some, for listeners sent some in too? You've been getting them all morning. Um, but here, <laughs> here are my favorites. So wait, these are, oh. these are, these are funny names that if you're going to go into the porta potty business, you should consider uh, these names. 
Ready? We got. They've got C and P. C and P. Sit and guess the next word. Dash dash. Yeah. Right. It, which was my favorite. <laughs> Fart and start. Fart and start. Now, see, that's funny. Like that's funny. I was laughing. I'm still laughing. I was like crying, laughing when I read the second one. Sit right, because you and... don't say fart in your house. Nope, we don't say fart. It's, we say toot. The toot. Toot stoop. Toot would be good. Toot and scoot. Toot and stoop. Uh, stoop and poop. And toot. <laughs> stoop and poop. And foo foo and a poo poo. These are all like. I mean, brilliant. I mean, Who? I'm giving. We are giving with our friends of help our listeners. Go and start your own business, people. Because here's the thing. That's sure a business that never, it's like not a, um, like, there's never a shortage of people needing to do it. So you can make, you know, it's like one of those, you know, they say that, you know, the three businesses you want to go into are <clears throat> food, shelter, and clothing, right? Those are the three things that people will always need, food, shelter, and clothing. But... um porta potty business i think that would be a good one too because you know it's all there's always in demand don't you think 857 lou 857-557-4568 is our phone number let's go back to the phone lines now this is uh, ian in lombard hi ian you're on house Marts radio hey lou how you doing i'm doing well uh, merry christmas and happy holidays thank to you thank to you Hey, um, every year I put up a wonderful Christmas light uh, on the outside, especially along the roof and everything. But uh, every year I lose power cord outside due to mites or chipmunks chewing. What is your answer to that one? Mm-hmm. Other than a gun? Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, there's something in the plastic that they... That's funny that that's an issue for you because... Um, <laughs> They're not cheap. No, no, no. They're not cheap. Those, those, those cords are not cheap. You know, we, we used to decorate a big evergreen, and they would chew those wires, too. Um, uh, there's something in the plastic coating, I think, that's like soybeans or something that they find, you know, that is flavorful for, for chipmunks and stuff. There's not a whole heck of a lot you can do. There's not anything you can... There, there is a There is a spray that you could spray onto the... The cords that is like, um, it used to be by a company called Kohl's. It's like a hot sauce. But the thing, it doesn't last. You know what I mean? It's only temporary. And eventually they'll come back. Um, the only thing I, if there's a, is it the, is it the Christmas lights or the cords themselves that they're chewing? It's the power cord. You know, when you, when you get to uh, the, the Christmas light and the blow up. It's a power cord. I mean, I had a three three prong power cord, fifty dollar worth, chewed up and gone. And it's like, okay, forget it. I can't use that again. Hmm. So, and, and anything chewed up, I, I throw in the garbage. Not, there's no way I'm going to mess with electric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right. And that's actually what you should do too. You know, from a safety perspective. But, um, you know, other than suspend, I mean. Y- like with a blow up, because the cord's got to lay on the ground, you know, if you suspend it a little bit and make it a little harder for them to do it. But I mean, squirrels and whatnot, chipmunks, they're, you know, they can climb up that stuff. And, uh, you know, other than encasing right. it, other than encasing it in something, um, I suppose you could take a piece of white PVC pipe 
and feed the cord through it, but then you'd have a big old piece of white PVC pipe. Now, if it if it ever snowed, it would be awesome because the you wouldn't see the pipe. But it doesn't seem like it's ever going to snow. Right. Tell me about it. Right, right. So. It's a tough one. Well, thank, um, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm sorry. I don't have a better suggestion for you, but it's it's problematic. And uh, if somebody can figure out that thing and put something in the mix of the cord, like a uh, you know a, a cord that they're not going to chew, like they could put it in the sauce somehow, that would be a really good invention that could be made you know made from necessity for sure. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. This is Alice in Westchester. Hi, Alice. You're on WGN. Good morning, Lou. Um, I have a, a problem that's been going on since I had a new roof put on in 2017. Um, I've had leaks ever since, and um, I've called the company at least 80 times since 2017. They would come out, they would patch it up, and and tell me I would never have a problem again. Well, 2024, uh, I mean, 2023, my roof is still leaking in different places. And um, the last phone call I placed to them was in March. They told me they would be right out, and, of course, I never heard from them again. Um, so I'm looking to find uh, someone that can come out and actually fix it. I've had two people come out. Um, two roofers come out, look at it, and patch it up, and two weeks, three weeks later, the the leaks are back. So I'm I'm just at wit's end, actually, to get this fixed. Um, and so we want to get somebody else uh, to come out and kind of do this. I mean, you're, you're yeah. going to obviously pay them to to fix this. I mean, that's yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. I mean. It's got to be some kind of flashing issue that is occurring. Um, I have done business with, and they've been a, a sponsor here on the radio station for a very long time, a company called Lindholm Roofing. Okay. And okay. they're very good at diagnosing diagnosing product problems and, you know, hopefully can fix okay. this for you. Do you have a, a pen or a pencil? I am ready. 888 Okay. The number four. Okay. Roofer. Okay. Tell anyone them, in particular? Uh, no, they'll they'll somebody will pick up, and you just tell them I told you to call, right. and you to explain the issue for them, and um, hopefully they can come. I mean, <clears throat> you know, the one thing is with uh, this lack of winter weather, where for for a lot of people and businesses, it's not uh, a good, but for that industry roofing and construction it's awesome because they're all working this time of year and and you know they have the ability yeah. to to come out there yeah that's that's great i thank you so much for taking my phone call i really appreciate it i will give them a call and hopefully get this issue resolved once and for all it's been my biggest headache. oh yeah i um, bet 2017 yeah that's crazy um, you would yeah, you would think a new roof, you would have no problems. But I have the, the leak coming in over the front uh, porch lights, the back entry lights. I had uh, a, the leak coming in over my dining room window, mm. and it just continued. So, All right, give them a try, and hopefully they can help you. Happy holidays. 
Thank you. Same to you. I really appreciate you taking my phone call. Of course. Of course. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. It's Christmas time, my dear. You're listening to Lou. And we said no gifts this year. Taking your calls live. I got one question if you'd let me. Right here. What did you get me? On House Smarts Radio. Is it a tie? An ugly sweater? Matching pajamas? So something better? Is it bougie like Gucci? Man, I thought I had it. Now, baby, you're looking at it. Come on. Wrap me up in your arms this Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. The Eve of Christmas Eve. I remember other Christmases where they were this warm. Looks like we're going to be doing that again this year. Badly. No white Christmas or ice skating just yet, but it'll be here. Hang in there. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568. This is Jeffrey in Mount Prospect. Hi, Jeffrey. Is there any uh, is there any snow on the mountain out there, or is that uh, they, they're making the snow? Not yet. It's a little bit of light rain and foggy today. <laughs> um, my, que- my question is, we recently had uh, three light fixtures uh, installed in the ceilings of the bedrooms. We had uh, two, I'm, I'm sorry, we had um, new Lutron LED plus toggle dimmer switches installed. Okay. And um, the, the problem I'm having with the LED, we have the candelabra three watt light bulbs in the light fixtures and i noticed that when we turn the lights on and it's on the maximum uh brightness it takes about maybe two to five seconds for the lights to kind of ratchet up to full brightness is there a problem with the dimmer switch? and i also try these i'm using g i tried ge bulbs and i tried sylvania bulbs uh, the three watt candelabra ones, and still having the same problem. And I even switched them out to different light fixtures throughout the house, and they kind of ratchet up over, like I said, a two to three second. Uh, but then once they're, but once they're, but once they're at that brightness, they hold it. Yes, yes, they hold it. Uh, so I don't think it's an issue with the dimmer. I think it's just an issue with mm-hmm. we have to adapt to how this technology works, right? And so okay. it isn't like, um, you know, the old incandescence where it's just this filament that's hot and, you know, it's bright and we just increase uh-huh. the power. Um, these uh-huh. these diodes uh, and the marriage between the universal dimmers and the LEDs, it's circuitry, right? And so... There is, uh, it's not instantaneous, and just like we can experience glitches with uh, a computer or a phone, you know, some, it, mm-hmm. it, 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 I get. I mean, I suppose that in the dimmers, I, I guess I never thought about this, but I suppose there is some software in it as well, right, that's, that's working, and there's a little bit of lag mm-hmm. time, and, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of times, okay. even with universal dimmers, you may notice that there's... Um, not flat spots, but at a certain point when you dim it, the bulbs may not respond perfectly at that level. They may flicker a little bit, you know, and it's just a, okay. it's it's the power and what's involved in the circuitry of the diode needing a certain amount of electricity. And so 
that lag time. Yeah. Could you swap out the dimmer and see if it made a difference? But I don't think it is. I think it's just um, a learning curve in how we have to adapt to how the technology works. Okay. Yeah. I, like I said, I had three light fixtures installed with three new dimmers, and all three of them are behaving the same way. You said they're Lutron? And, we had the, the, did you say they're Lutron the dimmers? Lutron, LED, Lutron LED plus trigger with a trigger. Yeah. Yeah, I mean those are they're, they're very good. They're, they're very it's a very good product. The Lutron stuff is really good. Um and uh you know you you shouldn't have that problem with it. Uh I mean, did you have them installed by an electrician? Yes. Yeah. I, did. I mean, you can certainly raise the question with them and um you know, and maybe even have them swap one of them out to see if it makes a difference. Okay. And he thought it was the bulb itself, because I actually tried the, bu- the bulb on different, uh, like I said, in uh, previously installed light fixtures, and the same thing happened. So he thought maybe it was an issue with the bulbs themselves. Oh, the same thing happened where there wasn't the dimmer? Yeah. No, I have a dimmer switch downstairs on another, uh, from a, a, um, on another fixture that was, uh, that has a... Um, did it have a universal? Uh, the, uh, does it have a universal dimmer? Yes. Okay. Yes. And it happens there too. And the same, same thing happened too. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I tried different bulbs. I tried, and for on both of the different brand name brand name bulbs, the GE and the Sylvania, same thing happened. Hmm. Well, then if you did that, then I would go back to the electrician and say, I tried different bulbs. It's still doing that. Yeah. Maybe there's a glitch in those dimmers. Well, yeah. Okay. But okay. I, but I, but Thanks I do, so much, but Will. I, you're welcome. Uh, happy holidays. Mm-hmm. I do think there's a learning curve with a lot of this stuff that we just have to get used to. That it's a little bit different and how it reacts. It's not as immediate as it was back in the day. Um, so it does, it does make a difference to kind of how we think about it when we use these products. Hey, that was our last call, by the way, sponsored by Mitsubishi Electric. When heating and cooling your home. Mitsubishi Electric, well, it's the last call you need to make. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Holiday Studios. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Remember that spot that was on your rug? The spot that's not there anymore. Thanks to our green tea carpet and area rug cleaning. Service to a green tea. Hi, it's Tonya Khoury for my family business, Green Tea Services. Our green tea hot water extraction deep cleaning process leaves your carpet and area rugs cleaner, brighter, and fluffier. You can count on our green tea crew's spotless reputation for work, courtesy, and service. And right now, to make your life easier, we pick up and deliver your area rugs for free. 805-GREEN-TEA Clean up on savings. Call now. Get free pickup and delivery when we clean your area rugs. Plus, our 100% satisfaction green tea guarantee. For details on carpet and area rug cleaning, call Green Tea now. 800-5-GREEN-TEA. Green Tea Services, service to a green tea. 800-5-GREEN-TEA. 800-5-GREEN-TEA or greenteaservices.com. The office secret Santa party is beyond lane. Mark's gift was a staple remover. That's when you pull out Illinois Lottery instant tickets. For everyone. Scratch away. With the Illinois Lottery. Be smart, play smart. Must be 18 years or older to play. Mm. Who doesn't love the holidays, right? The first snow, visits to the family and friends, spending time together. Well, I mean, 
It's awesome, right? Your local Chevy dealers love the holidays, too. They've got a Chevy that's right for you. Check out the Chevy Equinox. It comes with standard Chevy safety assist, including automatic emergency braking, forward collision alert, and you're going to show Winter who's boss with available switchable all-wheel drive. The other thing with this Equinox is it's a car that's easy to get in and out of, and you kind of have a command of the road. You're sitting up a little bit higher. You can kind of see what's going on. And that helps keep you in control, especially when it's snowy and icy outside, which eventually it will be. Chevy Equinox will get you and the family to gatherings on time and safe and sound no matter the weather. It's the season of giving, and right now, get 1.9% APR financing or use your red tag bonus cash to get $1,000 total cash allowance on a 2024 Equinox. Together, let's drive. You know, now's the perfect time, too, to get road trip ready with a winter service checkup at your local Chevy dealer. And their factory trained technicians and GM certified parts, you're guaranteed to get the job done right the first time. Visit ChevyDriveChicago.com for details. Togetherness is a wonderful place to be. Well, just like that, um, it's Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve tomorrow. And um, so appreciate you listening every Saturday and have yourself. Hope you have a nice a Christmas. Merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. Next year, all our troubles will be out of sight. Those are words to remember, right? Let's make sure that our troubles are out of sight next year for sure, right? We have a lot to be uh, thankful for. I know there's a lot of angst in the world, but uh, Christmas is a time to be with family and friends. And so I, I'm so looking forward to that. Uh, always nice to uh, to spend time with all of you on Saturdays. And uh, Merry Christmas to you, Don and Kevin Wells and Lindsay, you and your family. A Merry Christmas to you, Bob Ferguson. We so appreciate uh, everything you guys do every single week so happy holidays everybody i hope you have a wonderful christmas uh holiday we'll be back next saturday and then we'll talk about the new year uh merry christmas thanks so much for listening enjoy the weekend